0: we are live hey concrete hey 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 what's good would you happy sunday happy sunday honey what's going on
1: um it has been a very productive day and it's been a pretty good week so i have no complaints what's going on with you
0: the same for the most part. Um, yesterday was probably the first time Curlin let me get some rest um since <laughs> since I've been here. Oh, um the first
1: time since you've been here,
0: yeah. The first time. Um, so I was really, really, <laughs> you know, working on the chain gang girl. I was really, really happy um that he allowed me to just kind of sit down and um and just kind of catch my breath because you know everything is kind of constant with curling like you know we need to do this you know you need to do this you know you need to do that
1: structured okay
0: yeah (laughs) Um, i'm
1: like that too i'm i'm listen i i feel bro curling i actually like that and i i'm a very structured person and i love structured environments so i'm like that like okay we need to do this this and this i just very structured um, person, and yeah, I, I like it so I, I ain't mad at him. Go ahead, bro, curling crack that
0: whip. Uh, concrete, baby. <laughs> I,
1: Listen, um, don't, don't start your mess, do not.
0: I don't know. And he's sitting there rolling his eyes. What you rolling your eyes for? You know, I ain't lying. <laughs> Shit, I'm telling you, you, know, you need to do this. You know, you need to, hey, can you, <laughs> can, hey, hey, <laughs> what the? F- i be like, damn, bro, it's like. Fun. You know, and I, the first thing come out of my mouth is like, bro, it's Friday, like it's Saturday. You know, oh, it's the, the weekend, right? This, we supposed to be chilling. You know, we gotta get the house in order. Yeah, damn. Ain't be tired of none of that, huh? Nothing, girl. Uh, baby, I, when I say I be tired, like, honey, listen. Concrete, like, it, but well, it was the first get time.
1: In order, you'll be you'll be able to chill and just relax in your space. It's gonna be real nice once y'all get everything that order.
0: Baby, I, I I was just so grateful for my break. So I'm um, you know, I'm kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop after we get off the show because he actually You're gonna be busy all week. One.
2: Yeah,
0: Listen, yeah, girl. I would because you know he got up and got started early this morning. Hey, you know, we need to go outside and exercise and get fresh air, and I'm like, well, but it's Monday.
1: Like Even the Lord took a day he off, child. Yeah, he also got to
0: exercise in getting the house in order, everything. Girl, even the uh Lord <laughs> took a day off, <laughs> honey. <laughs> yeah, girl. Yesterday, so get
1: ready.
0: Honey, I, I was so grateful for that. Um, so Joe Johnson, why sister George always saying ah shoot? Cause that's what I say. Don't come over here start <laughs> at nothing, you know. Uh I'm gonna be tied later, so they saying it keeps buffering. Is that y'all's oh, connection? Okay. Um, um with me just one second. I, I'm going. I have to. I'm adding my other profile, so I'm gonna drop off real quick. Okay. Okay. Um, and we got a super chat from Bayou Bunny. Hey, Pooh. She says, oh, "Excuse me, let me call her by her YouTube name. It's Ash." She says, "Much love, thank you, sweet. We shall appreciate you." Um, is it still buffering? I don't even think it was you. Um, there, everybody's saying that it's um buffering. We got a couple people saying that it's buffering. Uh and they say it keeps buffering what in the hell um, is- it
1: might be stream because at the beginning of like every one of the last streams that we've had there's been just like uh, some di- difficulties with stream yards that after a few minutes they seem to work themselves out um i don't know what's going on i thought it would have been because i was on my phone uh because sometimes i'm just delayed and have issues when i'm on my phone
0: um, well let me see let me call uh let me call my IT man, child. Uh-oh, well, call you.
1: You got in-house IT. Go ahead, call. Honey, call
0: let IT. me call my IT man. Mm-hmm. And see what he say.
1: Let us know if it's still doing it, guys. Um. I'm hoping it was just whatever's going been going on with Streamyards for the past 2 weeks but um let us know if it's still doing it.
0: All right, thank you Mr. Curlin.
1: IT. You talked all that smack, but you got in-house IT that come right there and, and uh fix the issues.
0: Baby, I should have something. It should be some benefits <laughs> with the way I be working, child. No, I mean, there's shit. It's the job need to come with perks. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> child, listen. Honey. Wow. You know, every all my life, honey, we gonna get over
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Wagner talking about you too old to handle tech. <laughs> <laughs> Bingo, I no, they, on.
0: Wagner, honey. They, um oh my, they be on me, honey. But, uh, honey, what's going? on, honey, it's been. Oh, Ooh, child. well.
1: I had a very, very, um, I had a decent week. It wasn't too bad. It was like a more mild week. I've been busy the last couple of weeks, but this week was kind of chill. But today I'm like, okay, I got this show. I needed to get up and do my little bike ride clean my car, go to the grocery store, put on my Sunday dinner, fix me a protein shake, start laundry. And I did all that. And I woke up late. I never sleep past 730. I was up to like 2 a.m. So I slept until 9 and I still got everything done that I needed to get done. I'm like, go me. You did all that today?
3: Yes. All that
1: this morning within the two hours that I had before the stream started. Yes. Um, Boo, let me <laughs> Listen There's no rest for the weary boo Let
0: me let me explain this to you And this is where mm-hmm. you kind of be messing it up for me
1: <laughs> Listen
0: Person be just looking saying. at me and be expecting me to do all this shit at one time too <laughs> And baby I can't, no Listen Danny, if you do it and get it out the way You have the rest of your day Uh, Girl so I need to have listen. the rest of my day anyway I just got the first day <laughs> Girl, listen. Um, do A matter of fact, don't get on here and talk. Tell us <laughs> that you're doing this shit. Talk okay, to me. Okay, I am Yeah, shit I'll tell you in private. Maybe
1: hey, because Carolyn's gonna be looking at me, thinking I'm supposed to do it. No, I keep that for our private conversations. Okay, they're saying it's still buffering. This is annoying. That maybe we need to restart. Um, because it's been eight minutes for it to still be buffering. We might have to restart the stream. Man, I'm I'm mad. <laughs> I feel uh, some type of way about girl, this. Girl, I'm trying what to you push through
0: it. Um, my IT guy says, uh, to keep pushing through it. My husband, y'all okay, be all right. Um, let's, let's, let's keep it going and, um, hopefully it
1: will work itself out. I, I Yeah. I have no I'll clue. give
0: us a time limit. So we'll give it about 10 more minutes. And if it's still all doing right. it after 10, we'll come back. Sounds good. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Babe, if you're listening, if it's still happening in 10 minutes, we'll start. We'll, we'll restart it and see if we can, if that'll uh, help.
1: they said help that we need to call a help desk yes i'm
0: calling my help desk now honey
1: (laughs) help desk right there in the house with you so um
0: let me start it off with this child so you know reddit then uh (laughs) got rid of midtown and uh what yeah honey red uh reddit didn't didn't uh drop the hem on midtown saying that (laughs) y'all really you can go your own way, but you can come right yeah, back over here. You can go here. your own way to hell up off our platform. That's what Reddit that part, is. Reddit. Wow. And then, um, you know, everybody's saying that, like, <laughs> they're tripping or whatever. Um, But when you... What them, spawned it, was- though? They've been on
1: Reddit for years. Like, why all of a sudden are they uh, doing away with the MGTOW, um groups?
0: I think because... so so personally and this is my personal view i think society has not been ready to really hear the truth from men from to to listen to their truths true um mctow has i'm not gonna say they have a, a a lot of bad reasons for going their own way but, you know, I feel like some of it's justified. I definitely feel like some of it's justified. If you look on the opposite side and you see the way women talk um, from an extreme standpoint, I mm-hmm. think there's there's this as damning, if not more damning. So well, the I, thing is, though, we live in a society where
1: now, especially everything is extremely liberal. You can't, you can't say. say- we, you can't say anything that would offend um specific groups and those groups being the alphabets um the um, Jewish community as well as women um those are protected classes and you can't say anything to offend them
0: right 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 and i am starting to find that e- to be even more ridiculous because every time you say something it's a problem and then um you know me and Colonel was having this conversation. want to say yesterday and I was telling him like if they came across one of these streams and we have said something offensive or whatever whatever or if they found some posts or something from the past I'm not apologizing and
1: you standing on what you said
0: yeah baby said the um, same
1: thing you see he changed his song uh um, you know what
0: the baby did not come up with a good enough explanation as to why and he said it in current day. But I was thinking about people who've gone back in the past and they've apologized for things that they've said. And I'm thinking like, okay, if I made a post 10, 20 years ago, I'm not apologizing for some shit I said 10, 10 20 years ago. I was a different person back then. Fox. Um hopefully my mindset has changed ask me where i'm currently with my mindset or you know Ooh. what's developed since then but you i'm not what? apologizing for anything that i've said and then it kind of brought me to a point So nobody has ever had a bad thought about anybody or anything. And that's
1: unrealistic to even assume that. And I appreciate what you just said. That ties into our previous show title where we were talking about like women and young women and single uh, single mothers and the mistakes that they've made. Like, I don't feel like anybody, you should hold people's feet to the fire for, you know, something that they did when they were a young adult and or uh, if you can see the growth and the change within uh, within them because they were doing the same thing to shikari because she made some disparaging comments about the alphabet community and i saw people posting them saying she needs to be canceled i think that we have to give people grace especially when we're looking at our young people young right. people do the stupidest thing she's 21 this was from two three years ago so she's 17 eight, 18 years old and you're mad that she said something that you found to be disparaging like come on we're in the age of technology where All, you know, anything that you put out there is there to stay forever. And they can go back and look at your old tweets, look at things that, you know, you were liking in the past and try to um, try
0: to cancel you as a result of that. And um, and I'm thinking about it. um, I'm like, nobody really decides if you're on if you're canceled or not. If they keep promoting your stuff across all platforms, but big media companies And so even cancel culture is bullshit. You got to think about how um, brainwashing and programming works. And so if I say that you're canceled and then I take you off all social media platforms and you're out of sight, kind of out of mind, and I'm not calling the media for you every time you go out so they can get pictures and photos and keep you um, in the spotlight, then, yeah, then you're canceled. But if you do something um, outrageous and ridiculous and I'm still listening to your music and your music is coming um, in and every time you turn around, um, the music is still being played, still being pushed to the masses then to me, that's not going to be a cancel culture that is still telling you to tolerate a certain thing because they still have to make money off of it. If an artist Uh, has been invested into, there's no such thing as cancel culture. That's true. Because the uh, artists are being controlled by record companies, whatever, you know, media, whatever. If they invested into that artist, there's no such thing as cancel culture. So, you know, I always call bullshit on it.
1: But you know what, though? Um, So would you feel the same way if it someone came out, let's say I don't know, Billie Eilish or someone that was very popular came out, and then when they looked, when someone pulled up like their old tweets from ten years ago, they were um, spewing racist rhetoric. Would you still not feel as though they should be canceled?
0: Um, to be honest, like I said, if we are really, really sitting here and if we're really, really honest with ourselves everybody has had a bad thought or has disliked something about people or um exactly has kind of fallen a victim to a certain type of stereotype mm-hmm. um so i would say um as certain people i'm gonna gravitate to certain people i'm not gonna gravitate to um if i picked up a certain vibe from a person anyway you know what i'm saying T- to me it would just depend on the situation um mm-hmm. You know, I would rather a person be honest, be honest about what they feel than to pretend. So we mm-hmm. know where each other stand. But, you know, to me, it really would depend on the situation. I'm not really about cancel culture because the same way they've had bad thoughts about me. I've probably mm-hmm. had bad thoughts about them. And so what? You know what I'm saying? Like life. Still yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I, I just kind of look at it different, I
1: guess. I agree. Uh, Guys, we're going to give it a few more minutes to see if it works itself out because it is a StreamYard issue. I know you guys are saying it's buffering. Just bear with us. And if we have to, we will restart. But to your point, um, I think that for me personally, if it came out that you said something racist, um, I would... not personally support you but um i don't know i would probably if you said something racist that is i mean i'm a conscious woman so i would be offended um even if even though it was something in the past if i can't if your growth isn't evident if you're not doing anti-racism work then i probably would not support you and would be side-eyeing anyone who does but at the same time i do think that people should be you know given grace especially when they're children that doesn't even your, your mindset might not have changed it might not have changed at all whatsoever but i've thought bad things about people i mean if people go back and look through my social media pages i am very I take a very strong stance regarding race issues. So someone might be offended by something that I say. And, you know, I'm not apologizing for how I feel about my people, the love I have for my people, for being a pro-Black woman who um, uplifts and elevates, you know, anything that relates to Black excellence, who encourages and uh, promotes, you know, dating within the race, who, I, you know, all everything that you know, it is aligned with my values. If I've made a post that reflects that, I'm not apologizing for that because I've never, ever pushed, you know, hate towards another group. I'm just promoting and pushing love towards my own group.
0: Oh, hold on a second, guys. Um, um the, My IT man is working on it right now. So um, he's trying to figure some stuff out real quick, but give us a few minutes. Just bear with us. We're, we're going to uh, get it corrected or try to correct it. Um, but we do think it's a stream yard issue because um, we have the fastest internet ever, Aries Queen. So y'all just gonna keep on, yes, you Aries, what, Aries queen. queen always got something <laughs>
1: slick to say. I am not dealing with her, Lord have mercy, I'm not. Um, listen, I, um, I don't know, like I have ATT internet, I never have any issues. There's nothing else on the internet, um, like we don't have a lot of devices attached to our internet, so it should be good. I don't know,
0: um, yeah. Well, uh shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, You are not panderers. Please never buy panderers. Danica was somewhat talking about that issue yesterday where she does not pander. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing and do not apologize for it. That part. That part. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Eugene. Mm -hmm. We appreciate it. Um (laughs) this blue hold on. Oh, um, that's a little blue pill. What he talking about? I don't know, child. <laughs> I don't know. You know, Kid Cloud's always coming for you, girl. Talking about don't get on here and lie. <laughs>
1: he definitely wasn't talking to me. He talking about them fools in the chat, baby. I don't lie. I don't have a reason to.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah, he didn't plug something, child. So we're gonna see if this is gonna work. Okay. okay.
1: Let's let's see. Let's.
0: Let's see, um, what else is going on though, girl, so uh, let's talk about this damn Dr. Dre.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah what Dr. Dre and his thirty eight year old daughter who is a single mother of four who is homeless and living in her rental car um, what wh- what's what's tea? What you
0: feel about it? okay. So <laughs> I have several thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. Several. Um, I'm like, okay, she's 38 with four kids. Then mm-hmm. I was wondering, you know, and this is terrible because I do this to us too. Okay. Now, Curlin and D is something. I don't know if it should still be buffering. Um you sound very clear. That's how I know it's StreamYards
1: too, because it's not buffering for us. Like we can right. hear each other perfectly fine. It's the
0: streaming service. Right. Um, so with that being said, um she has four kids, and so I'm sitting here. Now like, you're going out. Oh gosh. Yeah, I can't um, hear you. I'm thinking we are going to have to restart it.
1: Okay, so you said we're gonna restart
0: yeah because if we restart it and it's still going on like this then
1: yeah i can't be let's let's restart i'm gonna drop down
0: um hold on just a second let me set it up um yeah we're gonna restart it and um give us about five to ten minutes and um we'll see what's going on and uh we'll be back so give us a little bit we'll be right back And we are live again. Hey, Concrete. (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. We are live in effect
1: again, once again. And hopefully, you guys can hear us clearly. There are no technical issues. I think we are waiting for people to join us so we can get confirmation that the sound is good. Um, But I can certainly hear you clearly.
0: Hey, Eugene, can you hear us clearly? Yes. Put a one in the chat. If you guys can hear us clearly, we finally took you guys' advice. We, you know, we like to let you guys make some decisions on the show now. So, um, yeah, (laughs) listen,
1: um, Y'all know that um, Danny wanted to try to work out the kinks. And um, even though y'all couldn't hear us, now we were hoping that uh, things would be worked out because we've been having issues with StreamYards. But it sounds like you guys can hear us. So that's fantastic.
0: Outstanding. Shout out to Black with a Q, honey. Hey, beautiful. Welcome, welcome to the family. Again. Okay, mm-hmm. she said she had to subscribe because I was like, Well damn, did she drop us and pick us back? Up? Uh-huh. That's the only time I'm on trip if somebody try to leave us and come back, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, concrete, do you were you are you toxic like that? Like a guy, you you and a guy we used to break up and then y'all get back together and then break up again and get back together. Were you toxic um, like that?
1: I, yeah, girl. Not, Well, not <laughs>
0: not like a, okay, so I did the
1: break up and get back together thing with my ex twice. Um. Yeah. So I guess I am then to to answer your question. Oh, concrete. I don't typically play those games. Like if I say I'm leaving, I'm leaving. Like the last time I left, I moved to Atlanta. I was like, I'm leaving you. Bye. Packed up my car and moved to Atlanta. So I wasn't intending on us being back together. It's you know what you know. Um, but you got a good thing. You can't let them go. You know how that works.
0: Oh, cause you know, Gemini's a breakup with your ass, cause you ain't tell them they was pretty today. You know, y'all crazy as hell, honey.
1: I am so not like that. Yeah. I'm like, I'm really understanding. I'm understanding to a fault. I don't be tripping. I'm sensitive yet understanding. <laughs> I know that's that yeah, Don't make a lot of sense. Yeah, girl. I am like, I'll be like, i try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like, so for example, I have a friend who I love. That's my boo. But she was saying, um, had like a long drawn out discussion on social media about friends who, um, like don't reach out to you. And I was kind of going back and forth with her on it because I'm the type of friend that I understand that my friends have lives outside of my friendship. In addition, if they're not reaching out to you and you haven't heard from them, then you're not reaching out to them either. Like, you know, that's the likelihood that, that you're not making an attempt either. So I'm not one of those people that like, okay, because I haven't heard from you in two months, we're no longer friends, or I'm mad, or I feel like, you know, I need you to run up and behind me. No, I understand that people have lives.
0: Um, I am like hella needy, but mm-hmm. I can, You're such. Yeah, so I need the attention. Like, if you don't call me- and it's not like I'm going to call you. I'll call you and be like, why you haven't called me? Even though I could have picked up the phone and called you. Right. I'm just like, no, you already know how this works. Oh um, I have abandonment issues. So I I need to feel like you love me for me to open myself up enough to reach out to you. So if ah. you reaching out on a regular basis, then I feel comfortable with doing it. But She're
1: Aquarius. So, you know, Aquarius is baby. <laughs> and I have an Aquarius moon. Oh so, y'all need too much. Like too much.
0: Yeah. Too and much. then then have the nerve enough to be low-key like a bad friend. Like we're not really there. Like if you call me <sighs> and you want know, yeah. like a, a crisis and shit, I'd be like, mm-hmm. damn, that's mm-hmm. fucked up. I'd be <laughs> like, I could I could send you a couple dollars or whatever. I could send you some money. Y'all don't
1: give that emotional support. I'm not
0: going to be the emotional friend. I I am
1: extremely like she called me a few weeks ago and it was like the middle of the night, like 11 p.m. And she's like, oh, I'm going through something. I need you to come. And I just got up and went, went right to her and, you know, sat with her for like two hours while we talked. Like, you know, I wouldn't she wouldn't do the same for me. Uh
0: no, she's not, cause she got a life to live. <laughs> exactly you oh, know nice what skin it skin is in, with a Gemini. With mm-hmm. my Gemini friends, my Gemini friends are constantly going through crises. Like everything's a crisis. Mm-hmm. and um, it's like so with my Gemini friends. I'd be like, oh, this ain't really anything new. Like, I'd <sighs> be like, See, oh, be fine.
1: I am, um, I don't confide in people. Like, I'm not the friend. Like, I don't really call my friends. And, like, I'm the person that I'm going to work through stuff on my own. I don't call people when i'm going through stuff i don't expect like i barely will tell my fiance that i'm going through something like i'm just not that person i'll deal with it on my own and my way of dealing with it like i'm gonna come up with a plan a b c and d and that's just like because i don't want to dwell on it i'm just not the friend who's gonna be calling you with all my problems
0: um well i'll call y'all i'll call you with my problems <laughs>
1: Because yeah. all my friends call me with their problems, I'm the counselor.
0: Yeah, I'd be like, fix it, and,
1: <laughs> and I'll come up with ten different solutions. You can do this, 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 or this. Which one? then, like, you if answer. you
0: if you call my ass a week from now and be like, I need help with this, I need you to help me with, I'd be like, girl, I gotta do that. Oh <laughs> my gosh, <laughs> I, I am a horrible. You. Like I, I be wondering like how my friends put up with me, but. Then I realize who I am as a person, Mm -hmm. and I'd be like, I'm so dope. You know what? I'm about to go. (laughs) No, I I am. And so I get it. Yeah. (sighs) I, I get it. I get it. I get it. So that's how my
1: Aquarius friend is. Like, cause people would be like on the outside looking in, like, why are you even friends with her? If, you know, <laughs> she is not, if you're not benefiting from the relationship the same way that she is. I personally, like, she is like such a joy to be around. Like, I love her energy. Like we always have a good time, always laughing. Like I love being around her.
0: Uh, Kick cloud said they're I- idiots, obviously.
1: You know what? This man, Lord <laughs> Mercy. I'm not a, between him and Andrew Wilkins, baby. I, I can't. But I want to get back to what we were talking about before the stream was rudely interrupted by uh bootleg stream yards. They they talking about our ghetto wireless and <laughs> I had to go get her nails. Turn up some and, money
0: so we can pay for it then. That, that, that
1: part that part so we can upgrade. But <laughs> um Dr. Dre, we was about to we were about to get into Dr. Dre and all the goings-on regarding his um, daughter.
0: Um. So, with Dr. Dre's daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, uh, you know, um, she has four kids by four... Well, I don't know by how many baby daddies, but it's always a question. And it's sad because every time I see a Black woman with multiple kids and if they look a little different, I'm like, do they got the same data? But then I'd be like, it's not my business, but I always... Oh. Her. So... That was like the first thought that kind of came to my mind. Like, I wonder, to do they all had the same daddy. And then I was like, where are the daddies? Mm-hmm. Then I was like, so Dr. J been taking care of her for her entire life. Until like a year and a half ago or something. Until a year and a half ago. So mm-hmm. she was about 36 years old. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, I read something that said she does not have direct communication with him. Yeah, and she he has not. Lawyer. And she has not had direct communication with him since she was five years old.
1: Now, how, I don't know how true that is, because from what I read, uh, and I, this was somebody who did the interview with her, um, I, I read that he has not been in her life consistently since she was five years old, but that she was communicating with him up until she told some of his business to tabloids. And that's when he cut her off. No, no, I think he had already warned her previously about like telling his business and she did it again. And that was when he cut her off. And going forward after that point, she had to try to reach out to him through business partners, attorneys, yada, yada, yada.
0: So then it kind of made me think that she does have a lot of issues. But um, if he hasn't been a consistent staple in her life uh, for however long, then somebody dropped the ball somewhere. And um, I would say that it was on him and the mom. If you are constantly throwing money at a situation and you're not taking time to nurture that situation or and, and uh, you know, that's not even a situation. Let's talk about children. Um, if you're the type of person that throws money at your children and you're not actually going to correct the problem or instilling certain aspects of life in them, then what do you really expect? And so then you have people who say, Well, you know, she's 38. So at 38, she she should already know what's up. I mean, she's a grown woman with four kids and da da da. And I'm like, but she's not a 38 that's had to get it out the mud. Um, Most of us as people um, didn't grow up with a silver spoon in our mouths. Mm -hmm. Most of us have had to go, you know, had parents that raised us or somebody that raised us and made our asses go to work. Um, We had to go to school. We had to get bring home a certain type of grade. Or even if we didn't, when we got grown and we weren't 18 anymore, a lot of us moved out of the house when we were 18 or we went to the military, went to college. Most of us had something to do. And um, nobody was, uh, a lot of us didn't get brand new Benzes and uh, BMW's to go to school. And not even like the little cheap ones. They got like the good kind of cars Mm -hmm. and stuff. So a lot of us weren't, or we weren't wearing designer like that in high school Like, if Mm -hmm. you had a Gucci, little Gucci purse, you probably had a little Gucci Oh baby, we was on
1: that Coach and Coogee. Coach, (laughs) Coach purses with the Coach belts and the Coach bucket hats, boo, and the Coogee dresses. Like, what you know about it? But I've been working since I was 13. Uh, I had a consistent babysitting job since I was 13 that I babysat um, three times a week for a neighbor, but, um, and it paid well um (laughs) look at wanda with the neck thank you you for adding um we we are taking donations guys so feel free (laughs) to uh donate to the pot but what i want to say is i do i understand what you're saying but i do think that that's excusing her at some point in your life you got to get off mama or daddy's tit and you have to do for yourself. You, not only are you 38, but you have four children. Like at some point in time, you have to become self-sufficient. If this man took care of you up until you were 36 years old, why were you not making a plan? Do you expect that he's going to take care of you until for the rest of your life? Why were you not planning to do something outside of that? You could have bought a couple trucks. You could have gone and gotten your RM degree you could have like there are so many things that she could have done to uh, ensure that she's self-sufficient now she's claiming that she is living out of a rental car but that her kids are staying with friends me personally i don't i would never be able to see my grandchildren um in a in a compromising position but at the same time like because he bought his mistress a house, that's his money. He he bought, he paid your rent up until you were up until 2 years ago.
0: Yeah, like, but my whole point is and this kind of goes back to the point that I was making. If you have not if nobody has ever instilled those values in a person then those values don't come automatically. Like you wake up one day, if somebody yeah. gave you money She's and paid, you, you
1: develop your own values. Like it's not for you, mommy and daddy, you're gonna be 80 years old, and because I never learned how to wipe my tail, I'm not gonna wipe my tail. Like that, at, at a certain but point in time, but you can't use that as an excuse. What your parents are
0: talking about, people we're talking as people who've actually had to have these things instilled in us. We're talking about like people who's actually had to go out and get it. Think about it from this aspect. And then this is the thing that kind of kills me with us as a society. If he's given her money and he's taken care of everything to a certain point and she's never had to do those things. Um, most people are ju- are really going to take what's given to them to a certain degree, to a certain degree. Um, if you're rich, your dad's rich. And your dad is giving you um, your dad's paying for everything and you've never had to work and your dad is in the media. for. And I believe Dre was a billionaire before it was announced. I really believe mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. Um, you know, how you know what your daddy working with you seeing what your daddy is doing. But then the thing that confuses me about all of it, and I don't know if he bought her a house and she lost the house or whatever. But yeah. then it was like certain things I just will never be able to fathom if I birthed a child. Um, yeah, if, and I was a billionaire, my child is automatically gonna have a house. You're and now, if you take the house and you decide to squander it, that's your fucking business. But at a certain point, like if I if I had that much money. My child won't be in the media talking about their homeless because they would have well, had a house. Yeah, I, let I, me finish my point real quick. I just don't understand about it.
1: I understand that, but I, I, I like we have different um we have different beliefs to that. On it. Because I remember when we were talking about um Kobe Kobe Bryant's, yeah, Kobe Bryant's um, wife's, Vanessa Bryant's mother. Um, You're not obligated to do anything for anyone. Dr. Dre likely paid child support in a hefty amount until she was of age. Uh, Anything that you do for your child after that point is a gift. You are not obligated. And who knows? Like what her, um, she might be squandering money off. He might understand. He knows her better than we do. He might understand that she is irresponsible. Who knows? that I'm sure he's had conversations with her before and trying to get, and encourage her to get into do something for herself like what father wouldn't if you still taking care of your 40 year old child and despite the fact that there's things that she didn't learn she didn't have to learn how to get it out the mud do you understand that all of us there were um, uh, areas of opportunities that our parents did not feel that we had to learn on our own we, me and her are virtually the same age and you have four freaking kids like nobody is entitled to nobody you're not entitled to anyone's funds no one is obligated to take care of you clearly she had like when i read the um when i was researching this it said that she has had to i think like there was a break in time where he was not taking care of her so then she had to go back and ask him for help and she said he gave her the help that she was requesting and paid her rent up until two years ago so clearly Um, you knew that that there was going to be an end date because he hadn't been taking care of you prior to that with you reaching out to him and telling him you needed help. So he started back paying your bills and gave you the help that you needed. You had to know that that was going to end at some point. And now you in the media smearing him, doing a smear campaign, a week long smear campaign on social media, dogging him out, talking about how he's spending his money on his mistresses. He spent his money on you for 40 years. Like that man is not obligated to take care of you um, well, he they was. He, he you was. You got poor vagina management. You have all so these. Kids and you can't take care of yourself. How stupid is that? I wouldn't reward
0: that either, ma'am.
1: You on your own. Do what you but gotta do. if
0: you if you've done it, if you've done it up to a certain point, but and I keep going back to this point: if you've done it for that long and you've kept doing it and you've never required anything for, for her, you've never had a standard for her to meet. You've never, you've never disciplined her. You've, you, you sent her out into the world. You fed her money. You fed her money. You fed her money. You sent her out into the world. She was able to cry her way back in. You sent her ass back out into the world. And then you say, okay, well now as an adult, she should already know these things. And that's not how things work. But why um, are we so assuming let, me, that let, me let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. Things have to be instilled in children. Hard work has to be instilled into children. She's growing. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if you feed a... a, a, Okay. Uh, If I was to give Solomon thousands of dollars, Solomon's walking around in designer. He's walking around with uh, a bad attitude and he's in designer clothes or whatever, whatever, and he's not taking care of business but all I'm doing is giving, 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 but never requiring him to do anything, or he's he's got a codependent and he's looking for me for his next meal and I keep providing that, then I don't expect Solomon to be a productive adult. Um, with her being being that he's taking care of her from when, and he's obligated up until she's 18. Um, he's obligated up until that point. But after 18, she... She doesn't say doesn't I? Don't know if she has a college degree or not. I don't know. Um, but if she probably not even, driving
1: for Uber Eats,
0: if she doesn't even have a freaking college degree, that means that they've never required anything from her and they've taken care of her. Without Daddy, that's not what that
1: means maybe he did require it because he cut her off at some point and she said she had to reach back out to him and he did start back she, helping her. But so clearly he like was trying to enforce standards with her. He did it, say, it, OK, it, I'm it, cutting it didn't you
0: sound off. like it didn't sound like he cut her off because she wasn't abiding by standards. It sounded like he cut her off because she went to the media with his business and she. OK, that is a standard. So that's
1: one standard.
0: that I she don't a standard.
1: That is like if you if I say in order for me to do for you, keep my, 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 my business out yeah, of that space. But, but that's, not, that's still
0: not that's not adding to um, any core. It's telling her to keep her mouth shut, but that's not adding to core values. That's going to make her a better. Yeah. We're assuming that he did not employ uh, or that he did not um, encourage her to
1: have standards or
0: he did not have a set of standards
1: for her to subscribe to. We don't know that
0: saying that if it's saying if it and if if the story is in the media that she's had to get contact through him through a lawyer and he felt that deeply about um, their communication style then that already tells me that something was fucked up some oh somewhere along the way um right. I'm, we're not gonna sit over here and say okay she is a fucked up adult at this point but we're not gonna sit here and say that Dre was uh the greatest father either oh, well, and that's pro- a big problem that. with, 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 no, that's no, one no. of my hugest issues because right. i'm not gonna I'm sit not over here and say that gray is like the best father Dre dropped the ball. Somebody dropped the ball somewhere. And I, I think we super Chats agree. real quick. Yeah, go ahead.
1: And then I'll respond real quick.
0: Shout out to Black Wizard. He says, get F I O S. Um. Internet. Okay. Well, we'll try. Um, thank you, Black Wizard. <laughs> thank you, Black Wizard. Shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, At 36 years old, one would have a well would have well established one's self regardless of situation dre's daughter is trying to be a black paris hilton and never work i would be embarrassed if i was her um well let me tell you this don't look at paris hilton and think paris hilton never had to work if you research paris hilton paris hilton owns a chain of hotels overseas not one or two a chain um so paris hilton actually does get it in and the uh paris hilton has modeled for some of the biggest companies ever you can't really say that. Compare her and Paris Hilton. Um, uh, Paris Hilton actually got up off her ass and did something. And now, and, and that's sad. Um, shout, shout out to Kareen from the Isle of Champions. She says, "God bless the child that have its own." That that's hard. what my parents instilled in me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kareen, great point. Because it, it blessed is the child that has their own is able to provide for themselves. Oh, uh, shout out to Danica Marie up in this thing. She says just sh- stopping in and showing love. Uh-huh. Thank, Thank you, you so mom. much, Demi- Danica. And uh-huh. shout out to Karzaya. She says, mm-hmm. Facts. I tell my husband all the time that he's enabling his sister and his mama. All they do is cash app, cash app, cash mm-hmm. app. <laughs> if you constantly giving, then yeah, it's not, it's not gonna be an ideal situation. Um, shout out to my husband. He says, my gut says that if Dre tells his side of the story, it's not going to be a good look for her. I right. do wonder what info the mom fed her growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, probably was telling everybody that uh, Dre was putting up. Never mind. Uh, a shout out to Ken and Wiles. Stop making excuses for grown women. The strip is wide open and legal. That's what Thank I'm you. trying to yes. say. No, it, I got it. one more. I got one more. Shout mm-hmm. out to Bap for the cash app. Thank you so much, Bap. We are really appreciate it. Go here, girl. Um, I I do think
1: that uh, we're remiss in expecting parents to take care of 40 year old uh, adults. And the thing is, not only is she a 40 year old adult, she has like teenage kids. Her oldest child is 16. You've been a mom for a very long time. Like at, at, at what point do you move into responsible adulthood? It is not that man's fault. And I'm seeing everybody put the blame on Dr. Dre. Where her mama at? why is no one saying her mom should also be offering help despite the fact that she's not a billionaire like he's worked for his money he didn't come from money he didn't he wasn't born with a silver spoon in his mouth she specifically said that when she reached out to him previously not only did he pay her rent up until um 20 the end of 2019 he also gave her an allowance like ma'am why would you not take advantage of that because you had to reestablish contact with him in order for him to give you anything you had to know that that was going to be short-lived that there was limitations to his giving that at some point the well would run dry and you should have and put yourself in a position to where you could care for yourself thereafter i just don't agree with coddling grown adults like at some point despite the fact that your mother or parents um you know did not instill certain values in you. Mine didn't instill certain values in me, but I'm a fully grown woman. Those values were things that I developed on my own along the way. If you put yourself at the mercy of someone else and you're a grown functioning adult with children, you have to know that that person can snatch the rug up, uh, out from under you at any point in time.
0: But the whole factor of the matter is... um even when he snatched the rug from up under her and she ended up going back and he still coddled her. I actually looked at him and said that he was responsible for fucking coddling her. He was the main one responsible. All he did was throw money at it. How are um, you making him more responsible than her? Well, I'm going to tell you because it still goes back to the point. If you're steadily giving the money to a person then and then you're steadily doing it, that's not teaching them anything, but to become more codependent. Um, A person that's been codependent is not going to wake up one day and then be like, Oh, I don't need to be codependent because it's never been an issue. I've, Mm -hmm. I've been able to cry and call my daddy. I've been able to do this and call my daddy. My daddy has it. My daddy's going to bail me out. My daddy's going to take care of it. My daddy's got it. And then the fact that she kept having fucking kids and Mm -hmm. they kept supporting her ass. I'm calling my dad. My dad's going to fix this. And that's what her dad has done. so when she gets to a certain yeah. point where she acting like she is fucking entitled and, and she is uh doing whatever. Yeah, everybody dropped the ball when it came to her, the mother and the father, because you now we're deal- we're having to deal with a, a, a young. No, no, she ain't young. She ain't young. You're having to deal with a grown ass woman who's sitting around. Mm-hmm looking for somebody to bail her ass out and there's nobody coming to save her. So to me, me, I feel like they both dropped the ball. I'll say one last thing. In my opinion,
1: the the bigger onus is on her. If we were talking about someone, even 21, although 21 is grown, I can understand that. But this is a woman who has life experience who has children. She specifically stated that um, she uh, he, he not only was paying her rent but gave her an allowance and we're we are assuming he didn't have a conversation with her about his expectations once he started helping her, that he didn't have a conversation and let her know, OK, you know, I haven't been helping you, but I'll start back helping you. But it's for a limited time or you have to also help yourself or you have to also apply yourself. I think that, you know, I can't imagine anyone, and especially someone who wasn't previously helping you for whatever reason, starts back helping you not talk about what they expect from you. Like she she has poor um she's making poor decisions she says she has a rental vehicle that she's driving an suv that's over two thousand dollars a month you could buy a little eater for two thousand dollars a month and do uber eats and DoorDash. like she she just is not acting as an adult and i'm holding her responsible she has the charge of conducting herself as an adult at 40 years old not dr Mm -hmm. dre despite what her parents did or didn't instill in her you grown now if they drop dead
0: today then what you gonna do she have to get out there and sw- sink or swim. Um, shout out to Sean. He says, "I wonder if, if it was a thirty-eight-year-old man, um, would he be able to do this with his wealthy father?" Um, mm-hmm. you know what, Sean, I would I would probably have a lot of the same thought process, um, because I I I get that a lot of things isn't just waking up and deciding that you want to be a responsible adult and you go forth and do that and you're going to be successful um life does not work like that um it would be nice Very to true. think that if you worked hard and you did what you were supposed to do and you got every you then everything works out now i would say that you definitely have a greater probability of of uh shit working in your favor when you do work hard for some shit. but when you have an entitled spoiled ass brat and and nobody rate and it, it to me it's almost like nobody really raised her um mm-hmm. Then this is what you this is the product that you end up with. So, um, I think my thoughts yeah. would be the same. Um, shout out to my husband. He says, mm-hmm. I get what both of y'all are saying. Concrete saying, Baby, you grown, you got to get up, get out, and get something. And Bay is saying, He was probably were giving her money without requiring anything. That's
4: very um, possible. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Pretty much, pretty much. And this is all coming from a mother
1: who has young adult children and I still pay their bills. I, I take them groceries. I take them toilet paper. I go to their home and see what they need and what they're lacking. And I go out immediately and get it. They don't even ask. Um, you know, I, you know, do all kinds of stuff for my children all the time, but there are requirements for them. They do have to work a full time job. Both of them also have their own businesses. They do have to. Listen. They even have to keep their house clean. When I come over, okay, like, what's this stuff? Why y'all ain't took the trash out? Like, what's the, like? There, there, there is requirements that come with me helping them, and, and I just can't imagine a parent not giving requirements. But if he did not, I, I you know, yes, yeah, she was coddled, but I do believe at some point she should have known that the well would run dry. So, um, this is this is a good conversation.
0: Um, I'm passionate about it. That's how you know it's good. The um, he said, it, and it happened with Brian McKnight and his two boys and they were in their late twenties. Um, I will say that there definitely was near, wasn't nearly, ooh, excuse me, nearly as, uh, um, as much leeway given to his boys versus to Dr. Dre's, um, daughter. And mm-hmm. I would say that because Dr. Dre's daughter's 38 years old with four kids, um, right. I, I do think a lot more leeway is going to be given to her because she does have the four kids. Now Lawrence Anna Fishburne with, had, did the same thing, remember? Yeah, she, she started, sure did. But I with, I don't think, think, you know what? Nobody felt bad for Lawrence Fishburne's daughter because she started doing the show, honey. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what she started doing? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I don't think anybody really felt bad for her because she started doing the sh- you know, she was doing the little movies, and so right. They didn't give her the same type of what you call it, but I think it's more so because Dr. Dre has been pronounced, you know, he's he's been announced to be a millionaire. And when you're a millionaire, people don't feel like you should have money woes or um your family shouldn't be on the media in the media telling people that you ain't doing shit for them. Uh people will feel some type of way about that because you're a billionaire. So I, I can kind of see it from that aspect too. But anywho yeah,
1: that was a that was a um a very good topic, but you want to get off up into uh the topic of the hour with the show that we're streaming about, or did you have something else to discuss first?
0: I did I was gonna talk about uh um Vanessa Bryant because they did reach a settlement. <laughs> yeah, let's let's hit on it briefly. Just real quick, uh Vanessa Vanessa Bryant's mom. Uh, Found a lawsuit against Vanessa Bryant saying that Vanessa was supposed yeah. to be taking care of her for the rest of her life. Her and Kobe was supposed to be taking care of her for the rest of their life, her life. And um, she came to the media shortly after Kobe Bryant um, met his passed away or whatever. Uh, she went to the media about money and saying what Vanessa was supposed to be doing for her and um vanessa came back popped back and was like we've been taking care of her for a long time um we never promised her we would do this that and the third um she wasn't our nanny
1: right she was all of it was lies is essentially what vanessa was saying
0: right and so um to come to find out that they've reached a settlement but the settlement was non-disclosed so i'm Mm -hmm. i'm i'm really curious as to what the settlement was though and you know was it all lies? Um oh, um
1: I personally wouldn't have gave her a damn one red cent. Uh, I don't care, ma'am, like <laughs> Listen, I wouldn't have given her one thing. She could have been living in Tent City for all I cared. The fact that I just lost my husband and a child, and my mom is going to the tabloids, bad mouthing me. Um, you know, she's dogging me out, and I've given her an uh, endless amount of help, ensure that I paid her rent, and you know, uh, ensure that she was taken care of, bought her new vehicles and everything. And at a time when I'm still grieving. For her to come at me sideways about money, oh, she wouldn't have got nothing for me. Um, in addition, I would never speak to her again. She would virtually essentially be be dead to me.
0: Uh ooh, ooh, honey. Um, I don't know. I, I I look at it and I I don't know. I I I I guess I kind of look at it different um as far as money money concerns. And then, I don't know, it's kind of got me a little emotional, I guess, because I lost my mom. And when I lost my mom, it was kind of shocking. Um, and me and my mom had a, a little falling out over some money um, prior to her falling, you know, prior to her dying or whatever. And so, you know, I was, uh, it was like one of those things, like if I can't afford to do something for a person. um then I'm not going to do it. Like if I can't afford to give it away, I'm not loaning you any money. Um, I'm not doing any of that. I'm not loaning you any money. If I have it to give to you, then I'd rather give it to you than loan it to you. I'm not going to put myself in a financial bind looking for you to do something back. And so when I kind of came to that conclusion about who I am as a person cuz I'm real stupid about my money and I will cut a person off over something like that. And so then I had to realize okay how important are my relationships versus what the money is um or the principles behind the money. And so um then it came down to a point of like being able to set boundaries. If I don't have it to give, then I ain't got it to loan because I don't want to fall out with anybody over anything that can be replaced and that um, I'll always generate money. Money will always come to me. Um, I'll always have money. Do I really want to fall out with the people that I love dearly and that are closest to me because they have issues, this, that, and the third? Um, mm-hmm. Generally, when people have it together, they're not looking to come to you to harm you over it or to deal with you a certain certain way about it if they feel like they've gotten it all together. Um, now I'll say that some people are definitely greedy. I get that. I get that aspect as so well. Yeah. But um, I don't necessarily think I don't necessarily think the greed is necessarily the issue. But the shit that's driving the greed is what's more so the issue that I want to get to the point. You know, get to the bottom of. But. Right, right. I I just kind of looked at it like when it was me and my mom, and I'm glad I was so happy that we actually resolved our issues before she passed away, Mm -hmm. because the money was replaced twenty times over. My mama gone though, you know. So it was the same situation.
1: i had a similar situation with my mom uh, we got into it over some money and hadn't spoken for four months before she passed um, she passed like two weeks after her birthday and i actually called her and we had a very long conversation on her birthday um i don't regret how i handled things uh, she asked me to buy her a deep freezer and i said yeah i'll buy you a deep freezer i was in route on my way back. She lived in Illinois. So I was in route on my way back to um, Atlanta. And I said, I'll buy you a deep freezer next week when I get paid. And when I got home um, the following day, like she called me and I missed her message. I was at work and she called me again and I missed her call. And she left like a nasty voicemail about me. Like, if you didn't want to give me the money, that's all you had to say. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Which my mom did have some health issues. So maybe she didn't remember that I said I would give it to her on the following friday and so right. when i told her like i didn't say that i would give it to you you know um, when, as soon as i got back home i said you know next friday and she was like because i was with my ex and she felt like i should have just had got the money from him and i'm like right. no you asked me to buy you something like how are you expecting me because you know i'm you know I, I was we were both visiting her um she wanted me to get the money from him and i'm like it's not even a matter of me not having the money but the Money that I have to spend, like you want me to spend $285 on a deep freezer, I can do that for you, but next week when I get paid, you know. So we had okay. a disagreement about that. And um, as a result, we didn't speak for four months. Now, um, I, I wish that. Um, I don't regret how I handle things, but I wish I wouldn't have let that time go by without speaking to her. Um, You know, I will give anything for my mom. And even as it relates to the situation with um, Vanessa and her mom, it's not that I would not want to see my mom doing good and pay my mom's mortgage and ensure that she's doing okay. But it's the timing. It's the fact that you don't have enough love and respect for me to not do this while I'm grieving. That's my problem with what, what Vanessa's mom did however you aren't entitled to my money you aren't I'm not I don't I'm not obligated to put you in a better position because I married someone who was rich that does not mean that you're wealthy and that you will live a wealthy lifestyle but personally I would upgrade my mom's lifestyle and buy her a home and do all the things but if you came to me during the time when I'm grieving you ain't getting nothing from me like at all whatsoever I am I have very firm boundaries and this is something.
0: Uh-oh, you went out.
1: oh sorry about that all my life i didn't have firm boundaries so later in life i developed firm boundaries and i'm very serious about those boundaries because um i don't want people to walk all over me I, I it's important for me that people uh in my life also respect me in the way in which i respect myself so because of that reason i don't bend on those boundaries i love my mom dearly i still do uh, but i don't regret telling her i didn't tell you I was going to get it as soon as i got home and i'm not obligated to get it from my man like so um i understand you know vanessa um vanessa's mom wanting to benefit from the the um wealth that vanessa has but timing is everything you don't do that when a person is grieving that's my whole issue
0: yeah um i understand that now I, i don't know uh I don't know how 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 far I would have went to cut my mom off, um, but, you know, it's just one of those things to where, um, I don't know, and, and, and you can't really say what you would do or what you wouldn't have done until you're kind of in that position, right, so right. to speak. So I don't want to say, well, I would have did it like this or I would have did it like that. Yeah, but you um, don't think
1: you would have cut your mom off.
0: I understand that. Yeah, not um, to, not yeah. to a point to where my mom would be in media um, drawing negative attention to our family. Um, Like that. But Um, is that on
1: you or is that your mom? Like, I I feel like you take on a lot of the responsibility for other people's actions. Like, it's not your fault if someone else does something despicable to you. It's not up to you to ensure that you avoid them
0: acting irrationally. That's not on you. But the whole problem is the whole problem is um, when people try you a certain way, um, people don't just try you a certain way and the shit's done unless you cut it off. Um, when people will come at you a certain way, it's because they feel like they can, for one. Mm-hmm. Um, you as some boundaries that you haven't set to let a person know that, no, that's a no-no. Right. So a lot of times when people do do things, then I always try to go back to see what my involvement was to that reaction to things. Um, I always look at self first because... I allow who I want in and out my life. I allow them to treat me a certain way. I allow myself to be treated a certain way. So I always go back to what it is that I allow with this person or what my actions was with a person to make um, this person react a certain way to me. Now, don't get me wrong. Um, I am a person that is about boundaries. Don't handle me. Oh, any type of way. Um, I'm generally too fucking nice. Like I'm a people pleaser uh, to a lot of degree. So when a person does violate me, I, I can't go, you know what I'm saying? And if they violate me to a certain point, yeah, it's going to be a problem. And so, like I said, yeah, I'll always go back to what it is I did in the situation or how I was acting in a situation to elicit a certain response. And yeah, that that's generally where I'm at with it. So it's not necessarily me taking uh, responsibility for their actions, but me taking responsibility for their actions to my actions. So if that makes sense.
1: No, no, no. I understand what you're saying perfectly. Definitely
0: understand. Yeah. Um, shout out to Mr. Curlin. He said Dr. Dre's daughter equals Vanessa Bryant's mom. Mm -hmm. Dre equals Vanessa. See the parallel? I do. Um, Yeah. Um, Shout out to Black Wizard. Um, Sister George, it's not always about what you allow. Sometimes people are just awful to others and it has little to do with you. Um, I think that's true to a certain degree. But um, what I also notice is, is with the people that you allow in your immediate circle, what type of people are they? Um, Mm -hmm. How do they treat you? How do you allow yourself to be treated? Um, at one point I was dealing with people who didn't really fuck with me and they were still allowed to be around me, even though mm. they didn't mess with me because I, I, um, I wanted to be popular. I wanted to be with the in crowd, uh, quote unquote, and it wasn't a beneficial situation, but I was still around those people. And so then when things happen, then you have to really kind of sit back. Well, those people didn't really vibe with me and I ain't really vibe with them. So, right. um, I'm talking about more so in those situations. Um, I think that when you're out in public and you're dealing with people, I give people credit for being humans. I don't expect a whole, whole lot. I just I, I you give a lot
1: of grace, but I, I understand like you can't pick and choose your family. Like some some of us are born into toxic families, and to me, we as a black, we as a people, um, we have a problem calling out the toxicity. We have a problem saying, "Mom, you are toxic," and as a result, you cause years of trauma, and that I'm still working to heal from. And as a result, you you know you you trigger me, and you trigger my anxiety or my depression, and because of that, I can't have a functioning relationship with you. Um, and I've seen people do this after giving their mom chance to, okay, mom, would you attend therapy with me? Okay, would you be willing to do, not do certain things that 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 trigger the trauma that I endured because of you? And mom is like, no, and they're still toxic and they don't want to face the reality that, you know, they are the common denominator in their children's, um, uh, the trauma that their children suffered. And, you know, like there, there's not enough accountability. And when we talk about accountability, We also have to talk about it from the standpoint of parents being accountable for what their children endured. Um, And personally, I think just for me, if I lost my child, just even thinking about that and you cause me more pain and angst during that time of healing and grieving um that's unforgivable to me like certain people and that's that's part of me establishing healthy boundaries knowing that certain things i will not forgive you for does that mean that i would no longer love my mom absolutely not that doesn't even mean that i would be in the room with her and not acknowledge who she is but i won't have a relationship with her where we're talking on the phone we're vacationing we're doing all the things um and that's part of Me understanding that I have certain things that I will not forgive you for and ensuring that um, I'm true to myself by upholding, you know, people to certain standards as it relates to those just um, very things that I feel very strong about.
0: I understand. I I understand. Um, Shout out to the anti-social social podcast for uh, the super sticker. Thank you Thank so much. You. And if you guys haven't subscribed to the anti-social social light podcast, please go and um, give us some subs. Go see what's mm-hmm. going on. Honey. She be doing some stories. I okay. Like her I do. I like her channel. Um, but honey, you ready to get off into it? Yeah, because girl, we didn't got real heavy up in here. Yes, like we, so
1: maybe we should have changed the topic because we, we've been so talking fan. about this. But um, I'm ready. Let's let's get off into the actual topic of the stream. And we are talking about Suge A- Avery syndrome. Um, and we are doing an analysis of bad B
0: um behavior. Yes, honey. Um <laughs> So we had a couple topics surrounding this topic. Mm-hmm. And um, if y'all know me, then working with me is like working on a roller coaster because one Ooh. day I'm feeling something, the next day I'm...
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I was... Oh, I thought I was on mute. My bad. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh,
0: shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, But so working with me, it's like one day I'm on one thing, the next day I'm on this um i wanted to do something and initially we wanted to do something on miss seely and then i was like seely kind of rare rare you know like seely ass depressing child it was depressing um if you've ever watched the color purple you haven't watched the color purple then you probably well you'll understand the stream when we start talking about the parallels but um When we got to watching the movie and me and curling um, sat around and watched the movie uh, yesterday and I was like, oh, we got to change this up. Um, Shug was a bad bitch. I know the mental sphere in a lot of our audience probably don't like to hear the term bad bitch, but you have to you have to tell the chick you have to call it what it is. Um, when we got to watching the movie, I called concrete up. concrete, like you changing this shit again. And I'm like, yes, again, you already know how this go. Cause you've been working with me for almost two years now. So you would think she would be used to it by now, but she not. So she was girl, just watch it. See what is going on. You be all right. And so she watched it and she was like, yeah. And so here we are um what were your thoughts let's start there.
1: okay so I have to admit so I did re-watch the movie which was good I needed to refresh my memory um you know what was so weird I I, I rewatched the movie on my own because my fiance hates the movie um does not like it and um he feels as though it's It was written by a misandress. And, um, you know, there's a lot of misandry within the movie that it paints black men in an awful light. So he hates the movie. So I had to wait till late at night when he went to bed before I watched it. And I was up late watching it, um, doing the thumbnail and, you know, whatnot. But um, it was difficult to watch. Um, I saw the movie through a completely different lens. This is why I tell you, ladies, like, oh, it was so different. don't ever let someone tell you that you are your mistakes that you are like i've grown in such a fashion that i could barely make it through that movie because number one i'm such an empath and the trauma like i'm like i had a visceral reaction to what i was watching like it was hard whenever i when you know i'm extremely empathic so when i see something bad happening to people uh, I get a ball in the pit of my stomach and that's how I was watching that movie. So it was just difficult to watch. Despite that, I watched the movie and um, of course did the analysis of, of shook and um, I remembered her parts pretty well. So there wasn't anything extremely surprising. There were things that I was able to hone in on by re-watching it, uh, but there was nothing extremely surprising by her character for me. Um, like I said, I was able to hone in on key things, so I was glad I rewatched it because it let me, um, it kind of broadened my perspective and it also uh, broadened my ability to do commentary on the subject.
0: Right. um Shout out to Son is Hot Ra. He says, Take it from one that knows, ladies, sometimes you've got to cut family members off, even if it's your own parents. They like to quote, Honor thy mother and father, but never do they quote, Do not provoke your children to wrath. um mm, That is a mm. great point, Son is Hot Ra. And thank you so much love for that this thank you. super chat. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. So <laughs> let's go through this movie, honey. Let's get into it sis. Oh, I had one more topic, but I ain't going to do I ain't going yeah, to do it. Yeah, let's if we
1: can find a way we'll work it in.
0: Yeah. Um, I'll start going through a couple of the scenes. So, um, the opening scene, Celie's daddy tells her she has uh, an ugly smile. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that she had supposed children by her dad which was in the opening scene. Um, she had got pregnant twice for her daddy. She had a boy and a girl. Um, the little boy was named Adam. The little girl was named Olivia. Um, so Celie's, uh, daddy was messing with her. Um, and comes Mr. Mr. Was looking at Celie's sister, trying to get with Celie's sister but uh, the dad was like, no, nah, you can't have Nitty. You Not now, not never. You can't have Niddy. Um, but he said, you know, we got Celie right here. And um, he showed Celie off. Uh, and even from the beginning, they showed this man treating this woman like a mule where she was carrying all the bags while he was up on a horse just riding. And I thought that that was such an interesting scene because I was like, damn, already here we go. Um, I thought that that was kind of crazy um when they ended up in the bedroom to lay down to actually to have sex see uh, Suge Avery's picture was on this man's nightstand um Celie wasn't allowed to question that she wasn't allowed to look crazy at it she wasn't allowed to say too much of nothing but this woman's picture was on this man's nightstand um even when they were getting ready when they was doing having a business her picture was on this man's neck So i was like damn he he a little bold um she was uh getting ready to shave him um he told her he would she he told her he would kill her if she cut him um, but she was she had to go in. The house was a wreck. Um, she had to go in, cook, clean, get the whole house in order, get the kids' hair in line. One child she was trying to comb her hair. Um, the hair, the child's hair was so nappy or whatever. Um, and she told him she couldn't shut her up. She said that she wanted to shave the little girl' hair hair off and start over. And she back backtalked him, you know, like, "Well, no, nah, we have to do this." And he came over there and he slapped the taste out of her mouth then told her like don't back talk him um and then he went on um i was kind of wondering but i'll ask this question in a second because i'm just trying to go through my little premise uh so then it comes to find out that suge was coming to town or whatever and when suge was coming to town Celie was actually sitting there getting him dressed. She handed him his shoes, his ties. She helping him pick out clothes. She helping him do any and everything uh, to make sure that Chug was, that he was all the way together for another woman, which I found to be crazy as hell because I've never seen anything like it. But it was almost like she was sold into slavery. Um, if that makes sense, concrete. What are your thoughts so far?
1: Um, I'm not going to recount what happened in the movie. Y'all will have to watch that. But okay, I, I do think um, that you brought up something really interesting. First, uh, you you touched on, you know. The premise, and you know, we we wanted to do an examination, like Danny said, of shook Avery, but um, we want to talk about it like from a modern day standpoint. You know, she was like an OG bad um, and I. But what you talked touched on that I hadn't even considered until you just said it was the fact that um, I, I mean, of course, I watched the movie, so I saw Celie getting him dressed, but. I thought, I just thought about it from the standpoint of how many homely looking women are helping aren't in their man clothes while he's getting ready to go out, not knowing that he may be going to see the next to, to see a baby. You know what I mean? Like I that, that just like dawned on me when you said that. So um, I, that's just very interesting. But um, I think you did a good job of covering like the premise and and kind of um, what our reasoning for covering this topic and essentially um, what we'll be talking about in the discussion. Just kind of an a, a overall objective of what we are going to be talking about. So I think that um, there's just a lot of correlations between sugar and what we see in the modern day bad chick. Um, Do you want to go over the parallels or you want to talk up? You want to you have something else that you want to discuss first, because I think you essentially you did a great job covering the premise. So I don't have much to add there, save for the fact that it just dawned on me that today's woman, a homely woman in today's time might be helping her man get ready, not knowing he's going out to see a bad chick.
0: Girl, she probably know and understands that she is not mm. in, not in a, not able to compete Ooh. on the same levels. She is just not that person, and so oh um, wow. you have homely women who will allow their men to do whatever because she understands that she's not able to compete. And Think about it. All of that was uh, crazy.
1: Yeah. Think about it from the
0: standpoint of
1: all like for a black man, Mr. Was doing well for himself. So especially if we're talking about a homely looking woman or unattractive woman or uh, an unattractive woman and how um, she might be dealing with a man who has a certain level of status. So he might be successful in his own right. And as a result, she's accepting the fact that she knows he goes out and does this thing with bad chicks because you know, she feels like she's married up.
3: Hmm.
0: Yeah, um, you know, Mister had a farm. Um, he had he had a house. Um, he had animals. Um, him and Harpo was actually out there working, and you know, where he was trying to train Harpo up uh, to work with the animals and whatever, whatever. But um, then, you know, it came to a scene, and so then when you start to see red pill and blue pill, and then from being in this space. I was like, "How could Mr. be such a simp to Shug?" But when it came down to Harpo and Sophia, um, Sophia comes to Mr. and say, "Well, you know, me and Harpo about to get married." Mr. Right. saying, "Like, well, get married for what?" And and you know, Sophia was expecting at the time. Um, so Mr. saying, "Like, well, how how he know the baby ain't how he know the baby Harpo's?" And I was sitting mm-hmm. there cracking up because you know Sophia was like well he was the only one I was with and <laughs> it kind of made me laugh because I was like the nerve um you're questioning him about something but you know we'll get back into into those scenes but um i thought that that was very very interesting um because Sophia was like well what the hell i need to marry Hoppo for uh, everything he got you didn't bought for him everything he needed you didn't provide for him so what I need to deal with him for um I thought that that was very a very interesting thing because she was like I'll take care of my my child by myself um before she have to depend on somebody who who living with their daddy or, or however that went and so I thought that that was a very interesting premise too because um sis was actually ready to be a single mother um back then and i i thought that that was interesting because she was like well i'll do it by myself if i need to i ain't worried about it um so i i thought that uh mister was very i I would look at him as selective red pill because when it came down to shook um he was about that life when it came down to should, but let me read this super chat. Shout out to Leo Anthony. He says, I think this movie was supposed to represent the abuse black women face in relationships with black men and where many of, and where many of them got the idea to be a submissive wife was to be a slave. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what, uh, Leo, because I'm thinking about the marriages that I saw in, Basically, so I saw the relationship between Celia and Mr. Of course, which was the main main characters. Um, I noticed the relationship between Suge and um, Grady, which was the man that Suge ended up getting married to. I noticed the relationship between. Sophia and Buster, which. Buster just seemed, I'm not gonna necessarily say simpish, but it was a lot of simpery that they uh that they did. Like um it was a lot of simpery going on. So I thought all of that was really, really, really interesting. Um and it was oh uh harpo and squeak. Um, but they never really showed, they showed a certain part, but they, of course, you know, they didn't harp on it like the main characters, but I did notice that those relate. I noticed all of those relationships throughout the movie too. And um, I don't necessarily, I think that being that the main character was uh, Suge and, um, oh, and then you had the husband and wife that ad- adopted Seely's kids. They didn't. They didn't show a lot of that relationship. So I don't. I, mean, I I haven't read the book in years. So I couldn't even tell you what the book was about uh, at this point. But they didn't show a lot of those uh, relationship parallels. But it was either one extreme to the to to the other. So either the men were like hella fied simp's or the or they were hella hella abusive. So I thought that that was really really interesting. Um, okay i uh, i um
1: i do have to say that i do um feel as though you know the portrayal of black men in that movie if you look at it like there were no strong black men who did not exhibit a um a i guess what I would refer to as like toxic masculinity. Um, I do think, you know, just in an, an overall analysis of the movie um, that it was during the era when the whole, you know, notion of Black men being ain't-ish, Black men not taking care of their families, Black men um, being, um uh, assert, aggressive and, and um, criminals and um, just engaging in all kind of debauchery and being more a moralist uh, species was heavily pushed throughout media. So it tied in with um, the mindset surrounding black men in, in that day and time.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good point. Um, shout out to DJ Cadillac. He says one of the many movies that damaged our community. Um, shout out to you for that. We appreciate the super, super chat. Um, let's go through more uh, parallels. So, yeah, so go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Because
1: well, really. um, I think like I found it interesting, like I said, just re-examining Suge's character and um, just kind of noticing some of the correlations that we see within today's, bad chick um the very first thing that i noticed was like that allegedly they have men at their beck and call that she can drop into town whenever she wants and she has a man who is married but that will accommodate her that is essentially at her beck and call and i think that having a at your beck and call is part of what um Women look to when they say when they desire to be bad chicks like you want men to be at your beck and call You want to be able to call the shots and kind of, you know, be able to have them running and behind you So that was one parallel that I noticed between the Shug's character and um, bad chicks of today's time Um, Also their assertiveness like they have that quote unquote, which I don't think that this is a thing, but alpha woman energy yeah, where they they running things? You know what I mean? Like right. they are like the person in charge. They're literally emasculating men, telling you what you to took do. Words right tolerate. out of
0: my mouth. You took the words right out of my mouth. Um, the one of the scenes, um, when she came in, when she came in, it was raining. Um, this man went went to get her in a rainstorm. Uh, to quote Seeley, "Twister weather." He went to go get her. And he brought her back to the house. He made Celie get her room together. She a friend of the family. Get a room together for her. Um, when they pulled up, Celie running upstairs trying to wipe her face down, trying to make sure she looked good. Because this woman, her husband's holding, came to town and was coming to stay with them. I was sitting up, and I was sitting up there so in disbelief. But then when she got in the house, um, she told him she didn't want a boy. She needed her a man. She wanted a man. She ain't want no damn boy. Absolutely. Emasculated him. Straight emasculated him. She didn't do it behind closed doors. It never seemed to be a fearful bone in her body as to what this man could do to react to her. There was no fear about that. And what I've noticed from women who have that type of energy, they don't generally tend to fear men in any shape, anyway. Mm-hmm. any way. Uh, yep. And I, I thought that that was an interesting parallel because I was like, sis was like, Tell that thing to fix me something to eat. You need to do this. You need to do that. And they were running to do it. And I was like, (laughs) you just Yeah. Like what is going on? I was I was so in disbelief by that. The interesting thing was that he
1: was supposed to be a strong masculine man. So the, right. the other parallel that can be drawn from that is bad chicks can even have bring a strong masculine man to, to his knees. So that's another um, you know thing that I derived from from the movie and you know comparing it to you know modern day bad chicks. Um, in addition to that, like just the sheer sex appeal. I think that yeah. the sex appeal of, uh, you know, Sugar Avery and a bad chick is um, one of the things that separates them from your regular, everyday average women. Um, they ooze sex appeal. They are, you know, um, even if you look at how they physically present themselves, oftentimes when you see a bad chick, like she's always, when she's outside, put together. That you yeah. know, she always has her inches. Her nails are always done. That yep. she always has her Louboutins or you know her So Cakes or you know she she always has the latest bag and she's just always put together. Um, and, and in addition to that, she just like I said, oozes sex appeal. She the the confidence that she has and um, the the feminine energy that she exudes, you know, will will cause men to stop and stare.
0: Um, Absolutely. Um, What I also noticed, it seemed that Suge was always looking for her daddy's approval or her daddy's acceptance of who she was as a person or her lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was interesting. It was one line um, when they when they when Suge was in the bathtub and Celia was sitting there brushing her hair. um, They were talking about how many kids they had. And what I found even more so interesting um suge's kids were living with her parents and i was like damn you could see that even throughout today that uh a lot of women will go off to live their lives and leave their their kids for the grandparents to raise and i thought that that was interesting because she had left her kids for her grandparents to raise to go run the streets and do what she was gonna do and um when she said that uh, children don't do good like Children have to have a father. Um, The children don't do good without a father. I thought that that was a very interesting line, especially coming from her. Um, Now let's talk about how many baby daddies or whatever she had. There was a scene in a movie where Mr.'s father came through and Mr.'s father was calling her all kind of hoes and saying that she had a nasty woman's disease and she didn't set the population of Hartwell County a new high. So, uh, Mr. was sitting there saying that he could, all her kids had the same daddy. He could vouch for it. Um, now, mind you, they didn't have any type of uh paternity tests, DNA, nothing. You didn't, you couldn't figure out who was who, um, back in the day. So, women were definitely able to get with pinning babies off on wh- whomever, but uh she had mr convinced that those was his kids and he was actually sitting ready to argue with his daddy about those being his kids even though he couldn't really be sure because suge was out there Suge was doing but, her she a bad
1: chick so if a bad chick yep. tell you you the daddy you know you gonna roll with it
0: I I just felt like um, it still brought forth a parallel of um, certain types of women being able to get get away with certain actions without a whole lot of accountability. And they probably won't be held accountable until they get to a certain age because um, they're just so pretty. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I thought that that was interesting. Um. Ooh, where was i at um what else you got concrete cuz um moving. i found it like uh,
1: also interesting that basically From looking at Suge's character And how she celebrates life She's she's always smiling And you know out in public She at different clubs She's traveling the world That someone on the outside looking in Might not realize that she has hidden trauma Which would be the same thing As what some modern day bad chicks have A lot of times there is Some sort of trauma That results in them looking at men uh, Or their transactions Their dealings with men as transactions so that was another That's great point Yeah, a correlation that I was able to draw from the two
0: um, Yeah, if you talk to a lot of women of the night And you know we've had interviews With uh, different types of women And if you ask them um, How they view men At a certain point You know, especially after being in certain types of businesses A lot of them Don't necessarily And this is my opinion I don't think they have the same respect for men That they would have if they hadn't seen certain things, what do you think about that?
1: Um, I I can agree with that. Um, I agree with that. I, I also wanted to point out too that um, the, a lot one other correlation that I noticed is that Suge had what I would like to call groupies. Um, Essentially, Seeley was her groupie and uh, as well as Mr. Like the whole couple, it's it's a whole married couple and y'all are my groupies. But modern day bad chicks will have people that tend to just want to hang around them too because an average woman or a woman that's more homely looking, the attention that that bad chick Garners can be of a benefit to them You know how men know how you Always are like have to Play the wingman and you know it'll be like Yo your homeboy got the bad chick But she coming with her not so a uh, beautiful friend. So like people know like hanging around a bad chick you will still be able to pull men and or you know free drinks, free food, whatever she benefits from oftentimes the group will benefit from too. So that was another correlation that I wanted to highlight.
0: Um, absolutely. Uh I was looking at the the scene at the juke joint. It kinda gave it kind of reminded me of like a little hole in the wall, and which it essentially it was, but it was just kind of reminiscent of like everybody being at the club, um, everybody trying to get to the fly chick. Um, like the guys are sitting over there talking about she could catch a he, she could catch a fish without a hook. He had a drink called bathwater and I was sitting over there dying because right. It does not seem like a certain amount of simping has ever stopped. Um, when 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 it boils down to it, because guys will still simp like that, which I found to be very interesting. Guys don't really go off into like how much men simp or what men will actually do. Um, I think it's like a Pandora's box that men don't necessarily want to open because men don't want to see other men in that light. Men want to see know. other men as powerful and strong, this, that, and the third. But, you know, it, it was just really interesting. Like, and they was openly sipping for it. Like, oh, oh girl, yeah. like. Yeah,
1: they weren't hiding it. Um, I, I, That is very interesting, the fact that they were open about it. Like, whereas in, in today's time, you know, you would be shamed for simping. But, 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 but even in this space, when we talk about, like, we've talked about Tommy and how Tommy, uh, you know, has a, a history. Like she fits the mold of what men speak against in this space, but you do see tons of men in the comments, like, but she fine though. So I guess if a woman is beautiful enough, if she's a, you know, and Tommy would be who I would use as an example of a bad chick. Um, I guess it's not, it's not taboo to simp if you're simping, For
0: someone that fits the mold of a bad chick. That part. Um, Shout out to Eugene Steele. He says, I just thought about this. Do you think that Suge Avery also personified the feminist, the modern woman? Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Positively. um, Because when you look at the traits that she exudes, um, most women want to feel powerful Um, Most women want to feel like that chick. Most chicks want people to envy them. Most chicks want to be a designer. Most chicks want to be kind of pushed up to the top. They want to be worshipped. I think a lot of chicks want to live that lifestyle. Um, They want to walk around and be pretty. They want to walk around and be loved. They want to walk around and um, be revered as this great chick. Um, Suge Avery was so bad. She got married. She didn't get married to like a bum dude. Right. She got married to a tall, light-skinned dude, quote-unquote, with good hair, quote-unquote. Facts. He would have been she the came back. Yeah. She came back with a big old rock on her hand. She mm-hmm. had a big rock. Um, Even for back then, that was a big ring. She came back with a big ring. Um, and said that he had just bought that brand new car. He just bought it new. She bought this car. she bought this man he to her. huh? He had money. He had money. She was still, even after everything that she had did, however many kids she had, she was still able to pull her a high value mm. man. Mm. Listen.
5: Mm.
0: She's so bold and narcissistic that she bought this new man to uh, uh, her, her, her ex-house yeah with his with his wife that she didn't long
1: time cutty buddy <laughs> that she didn't with yes um that was pretty bold and pretty brazen i must say um you know what that tied back into uh what we ta- on our last show how bad chicks pretty women eights, nines, and tens can have uh, a a ton of kids or have different baby daddies and multiple kids and be a baby mama, and she's the exception to the rule. In this case, Suge was the exception to the rule. So um, that definitely ties right into that. I don't have any more parallels, but I do have some questions for you. So um, whenever you're done making your parallels
0: um yeah I, I just thought that that um it then another thing that i thought about was the fact that she when she was getting ready to have sex with miss seely um she was telling miss seely that miss seely was still a virgin even though um miss seely had had two damn kids um but and i was looking at that like you telling her now i'm not saying that miss seely had a uh, passionate uh affairs with the men that she had you know with the man that she had children for but miss celia had a whole husband that she felt like um just got on top of her to do her business but the fact that should came and offered her some whole logic which i thought it was whole logic this woman have ha- has had two kids but you told that woman you still a virgin miss celia and <laughs> got on down with her um i thought about the manipulation of all of that and to me it was actually quite manipulative um bad chicks are manipulative
1: they're masters of manipulation very much you know that because they master the art of game
0: yep absolutely absolutely um yeah so i thought that that was a very interesting um thing too because i was like uh your wholeness uh, Shug would be the type to tell you your wholeness can be deleted if you don't if if you don't feel like that if you hard. didn't come you ain't have sex if you ain't uh, do this uh, you ain't do Drea. you know.
1: uh-huh, Drea. Yeah. uh huh yeah so I thought sure. that was
0: interesting but Facts. go ahead with your question honey
1: okay so my first question is. Um, when we talk about bad chicks and you know what I'm uh, like Shug, uh, back then they weren't going and getting a flat in their butts and stuff so she was a natural woman but in, in, in today's society is a bad chick born or is she created like can a chick who is average um, turn into a bad chick via surgery and weave and all the fixings
0: um I, to me and this is just to me this is my opinion this does not represent the opinions of the breakdown nor the breakdown <laughs> you know how to give you a disclaimer <laughs> um, yeah. to me i feel like uh bad you said can they be they do they have to be born or created
1: yeah can they be born or can they be created if you, you i think know what they mean. have you to be
0: born i think hmm. bad chick is a, a certain type of mentality Um, Because you do have women who uh, can. You have women that are born like they had mothers and grandmothers and their mothers and grandmothers left certain types of legacy um, Mm -hmm. and certain types of rules that they have to follow. Um, With a bad chick, you can get a nice weave, but I there's no person in the world that's going to tell you that um, real long hair. Your fake long hair is gonna ever be better than somebody's real uh. long hair that's maintained um mm-hmm. natural beauty if you happen to put on lashes and glue and um all this stuff, it's not going to pe compete with a person who's able to enhance their looks naturally um right. as far as stress um you have mamas that was in the house that uh a hair couldn't be out of place when their kids Mm -hmm. left the house um or they're not going to ever look out of place when they get ready to go and the children are going to be just as um clean um Mm -hmm. they're gonna be casket shawl honey so it is a mindset that's passed down to
1: like how you conduct yeah. yourself, how you carry, your, you brought like the, you, that was barely, you did a really good job of highlighting why you think a bad chick is born versus her being created. Because even if we look at like a lot of the women who we hear often associated with being bad or dimes or close to it are naturally beautiful. Look at Lori Harvey.
0: You know what I mean? Right. And then you have like, uh, JT. And, who and, and, and I go- think you brought up a good point with Lori Harvey. Because you can go back and look at old pictures of Marjorie Harvey um, right. and see how Marjorie Harvey c- has conducted business for a very long time. Yeah. I Marjorie have is beautiful
1: herself. She's, she's been able to fact.
0: get, you know, the men she
1: wanted and whatnot. So that's a
0: good point. Um, and if you and, compare the parallels, Marjorie w- went from a cousin to a cousin um, yeah. and married both of them, I want to say, and then was
1: still, able, still to married be able to a millionaire.
0: Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And Marjorie's mom
1: was, uh, you know, a beautiful woman too. So, like, I've seen pictures of her on Marjorie's social media when she was younger. Very beautiful, fair skin. I think she's mixed race. Um, beautiful woman. Uh, so I, that has that is something that's been passed down. But then, if you look at like a JT, who would not have been considered beautiful uh, by any, you know, one's uh, opinion uh, when prior to like her being becoming a city girl, and now she has the weave and the. Enhance- Enhancements and whatnot, and I still don't think that for most people she would be considered to be a bad chick or, or you know, um, in in an eight, nine, or ten. So I do think that, yeah, you you bring about a great point.
0: Yeah, um, when the beauty has been manufactured, Mm -hmm. um, to me, manufactured beauty is never going to compete with something that is absolutely natural. Um, Not to say that there's anything wrong with manufactured, but if you're talking about uh real versus fake uh real should win every time but um mm-hmm. we could be in a different we in a different time now Now, Black with a Q
1: says that a lot of people don't mind plastic and superficiality. I think that men could still be attracted to it, but I don't think that they would associate you as they wouldn't, you know, say that you're a dime. They wouldn't categorize you as a dime, although they might still be attracted to you and might still want to sleep with you or even be in a relationship with you. I still don't think that typically most men would associate you with a dime or, you know, um, in my opinion. Um, I got one more question for you. Go ahead. So, um, I I notice a lot of women, um, women who are more on the average side, tend to consider themselves a bad chick. Um, I notice women, you know, even if you look at Kevin Samuel shows, he like he'll have women on there who are who are believed to be um, rating themselves higher than what they truly are, Mm -hmm. Um, like how does a woman know, like, what, what are the telltale signs? Like how, because I think it's some women that are delusional. Like I wouldn't consider myself a bad chick. I'm an average looking woman, but baby I can get fine. Um, but I do see women who would likely be considered average that for some reason classify themselves as bad chicks. And I want to know, like, is there, are there telltale signs that a woman should, you know, that tell a woman that you're classified as a bad chick. I think in our heart of hearts we know, but I'm tired of seeing women who aren't say they are.
0: Um, well, I'll 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 keep it a book. If you're having to call into a dating show um mm. for mm. to a man for dating advice, that should be a telltale sign mm. number one that you probably mm. not as fly as you think you are. <laughs> That's one. <laughs> um, you about to get all kind of negative comments. She um, said it. Oh and- well. <laughs> <laughs> the big sister Georgia's <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, uh-huh. but uh, telltale signs that you might be a bad bitch. Uh, mm-hmm. The type of attention that you get, and I'm not saying that guys are approaching you trying to have sex with you, but guys are approaching you. Um, they're holding the door for you always. Um, You keep yourself together. You're a pretty woman. Uh, You um, know how to conduct yourself with class. Class is a big thing because... A lot of us can be pretty, but not necessarily be classy. We curse too much. We're loud. We're ghetto. We're boisterous. A lot of us can fall into that category. But the type of attention that you get from men, Um, a man goes, if you still have men approaching you in the streets trying to see what's going on with you, trying to get your number, that is a good sign that you might be very attractive. Um, I'll also say that... um, What else? Because I just lost my frame of thinking, girl, because I had like a whole slew of things. Uh, Your hair is bouncy. Um, How much a man does for you? A man isn't looking for you to pay half when you a bad chick. Um, A man will take care of a bad chick. A man is going to do for a bad bitch. He is going to provide. He is going to make sure that everything she she wants, she gets because she is a bad chick. And he knows Mm -hmm. that. If she's truly a bad chick, bad chicks don't just uh, come rolling around like uh, like dust. It, it it doesn't happen like that. Um, bad chicks tend to be a rare thing. So majority yeah, of us agree. is not bad. Uh, I think that um, I agree. most people average is not a bad thing. Like no, um, uh, bad
1: thing. Yeah.
0: Um, she includes well, a high level of femininity. She is not going to raise her boy. She is not going to be seen cursing anybody out. She knows when to get somewhere and sit down and shut up. Um, she's that type of classy, um, real highest being. Um, she's going to be together. It's a lot right. of a lot of different traits. What do you think? Well, I think you
1: covered it pretty well. I think uh, Renee was saying bouncy here. I think the physical attributes may vary.
0: But yeah, I think, to uh, be Renee, completely honest, I, Renee, I let me just you... say this real quick. Mm-hmm. Let me just, because a lot of chicks be thinking that they fly because they go get these ratchet-ass weaves and they go get their inches and stuff. And then if you're trying to, a uh, bad bitch, if, if if she really a bad bitch, you ain't going to know she got a weave in the first place. Um yeah. You know what, though? I think that, um,
1: you know, physical attributes can bear, vary, but I think that the main way. Yes, this will be an open panel. <laughs> we, we,
0: we I'm dropping the link now.
1: But I think the main way that, you know, is how the world around you reacts. I do think that women in today's society feel as though bad, a bad chick can be created, that if you have the money, if you're going to invest in yourself, that you can create your own destiny so to speak because you can you know level up by altering your looks by you know contouring your face getting your inches keeping your nails done getting your body done whatever and i don't knock it out you know that's your business but um i do think that that is the mindset of most people i did want to ask you though one thing that i've noticed with bad chicks like the, when i say. Like of the women I know, the women that I would classify as bad, and even when you look just within society, oftentimes bad chicks are seem to be unlucky in love. Either they're like constantly single, they don't marry, they're single for extended periods of time, or they're like running through men. Like they seem to not be able to keep a man. And I want to know what are your thoughts relating to that?
0: um with uh and now to me it depends on the type um if she is constantly hungry for attention and she's constantly attention starved then that already is anti-seductive um and let's take an amber rose but amber rose actually did get married though right um mm-hmm. With Amber Rose, Amber Rose was constantly starving for attention. She's constantly on IG. She's constantly naked, this, that, and the third. She's uh, but she was supposedly one of the baddest women. Everybody treated Amber Rose like when, like she was one of the baddest. Mm-hmm. Um, being that Amber Rose was one of the baddest, and then she's fell off horribly. She fell off pretty bad. Um. I think that it gets to a point that nobody has ever addressed uh, certain levels of self-esteem and, and, and it, most people will tell you the prettier the woman, the more insecure she is. Um, mm-hmm. And I've heard that quite a few times from a lot of different people, especially men will always say, you know, um, the prettiest women tend to be the most insecure Wow. Um, when they're that type of pretty. And then they don't get the attention or uh, some of that stuff is uh, taken away. And then they're called, they react to it a certain way. Like I said, then it's doing stuff to get more attention, which I do think is uh, anti-seductive. So uh, with them, used to men being at their beck and call, if a man uh, gets to the, if he's able to get in and let's say he gets bored with it and he seeks other things to conquer. I don't think those women generally know what to do with that because they're used to all that attention they're used to all that love affection whatever and so um a lot of bad chicks kind of lose it and then the men leave them and you know it's something else so i don't know that's a good question I think for me, I think part of
1: it is their attitudes. <laughs> I think that bad women know that they're bad, and as a result, a lot of times they're less willing to compromise when issues come up. Um, I think part of it is also, you know, they're 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 not necessarily willing to put in the work to work through problems. Um, I think that I've met beautiful women who feel as though, um, like they should constantly be entertained or they should, you know, that someone should constantly um, be displaying their um, desire to be in a relationship with them by, by taking them out on trip, you know, like they are not necessarily understanding of the fact that you're having to work long hours and stuff. They want to you to be showering them with stuff all the time. I also I also think that one other reason is that um, they do get bored quick. um, That also they have a lot of options. I think that they um, are always looking, always thinking that the grass may be greener on the other side until um, the beauty starts to fade.
0: Good point. Good point. Good point. Well, let's welcome our panel here. Uh, Shout out to. Mr. Research, what are your thoughts?
6: Well, uh, this is a beautiful uh, conversation. Uh, Let's do the research real quick. So back in 2009 is where this term first came to to play. Uh, It originated out of Atlanta. It's an Atlanta term. uh, Originally, Uh, you did have bad girl, things like that. But when you look at most of those terminologies, it originated with one song by Ludacris. And in the song, you see the lady, who is Nicki Minaj, looking like a lunatic with the uh, Edward Scissorhands. And later, you had Usher uh, come out with the uh, song that he made, A Bad Girl and what have you. You have always had the term bad girl, but you never had it symbolized like I'm longing for her. I'm idolizing her. I'm putting her on the pedestal. When you go back and listen to the song that Ludacris put out in 2009, My Chick Bad, My Chick Good, and the whole entire song is about him, a guy, praising his chick and boasting to another dude about how his chick is better than this other dude's chick. That type of mentality is little boy mentality. And like I always say in these Manosphere circles, we... We are intellectually inconsistent. We we create these things for women. And then once it gets too big, we say, look at what they're doing. But it's not really them. It's us creating this crap. And then we get mad when the power gets honed. And then used that don't involve us. That's just the ridiculousness of it. So the research about it is that um, once again, it came out of Atlanta uh, time. I was in Atlanta, man. They used to say that everywhere. And even when uh, amigos had a very good phrase, uh, when he said you want the bad chick, but you can't afford the bad chick. Mm. This is, this, this is problems with, with, you know, I'm, I'm going to wrap up so other people can talk, but this is problems with dudes especially black dudes. You don't talk like kings. You talk like beggars. You don't talk like dudes in authority. You talk like female idolizers. You put the chicks on the pedestal and then you complain about the blue hair. And the, and then you complain about, about uh, uh, a matter of fact, blue hair. I remember in, when I was in the music circle, how Biggie begged Little Kim to wear the blue and the green hair. Mm. She's like, oh yeah we do that at the club but ain't nobody gonna do that i look like a clown begged her so this is the type of stuff that dudes create and before we start bashing females in a in an honest intellectual way we got to look at the stuff that we do in encouraging this type of culture encouraging this type of behavior that's my thought.
0: um i think you brought about some good points um especially when it relates to Kim and Biggie because Biggie was definitely very innovative um, as far as who he was as a person and an artist so I, I was definitely feeling you on that um even in the movie the type of simping that uh mister was doing for Suge you know, you will hear about some of those things now, and I'll give y'all an example. Uh, there was a girl that Kevin Samuels interviewed um, named Blue Jazz, and Blue Jazz was in a whole new relationship, but her ex was still paying her bills while knowing she was in a new relationship. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, the simpary, uh has no bounds sometimes when a guy is a, uh, w- w- when he's a true indeed simp, so... I thought that that was very interesting. He
6: will be joining MGTOW and being Red Peel Rage for the next four years, real soon.
0: <laughs> I could believe it. Um, let's get to Dennis. Uh, Dennis, what are your thoughts?
4: Hey, what's up, y'all? Can you hear me pretty good?
0: I mean, you sound a little romantic, like you're about to, uh, like you in the 90s, about to record a voicemail. Uh. <laughs>
4: Yeah, so I just want to say salute to everybody. Salute uh, everybody on the panel. Uh, yeah, this is a good topic. Um, you know, th- what's, what's so, if I heard correctly, like, you know, um, Sister George was giving sort of a, maybe Sister George is going to worth it, y'all give an example of, you know, um, a woman still getting a high value man and stuff like this. Look, just mm-hmm. here's the thing I don't consider those guys men. Um, a problem that we have in today's culture um, and and not really over here because we're, we're starting to dispel that, but a lot of people still correlate um, masculinity and manhood with money. And a lot of people think that just because a man has money means that he's a man. And that's totally not the case. I've seen men who are making six figures and have everything going for them, but you know, their, their knees start shaking when you tell them to go up and talk to a woman who they're really interested in we have to stop, um, you know, correlating money with manhood. Um, so, and so we talked about this whole, you know, that, that chick kind of thing and stuff like that. And one of the things that's always been interested to me is, is for example, if you go on Tinder or whatever, like, you know, Bumble or anything like that, you'll see these drop dead gorgeous women. I mean, bodies are insane, but you'll constantly see them on the app over and over again. Right. And you're just like, well, this doesn't make any sense. Like, You know, I've I've been with women who are fives and sixes and they open up their Tinder and they have ninety nine plus matches. And you're just like, well, none of this really makes sense. At least initially, that's what I thought. A lot of these bad women, first of all, they don't really have an incentive to actually get married or settle down just because their options are, um, you know, just so vast. I mean, I've actually had women actually show me their apps and say, like, you know, out of hundreds and hundreds of men and they'll scroll through hundreds and hundreds of options. But another thing too is, is the, the, the the chick who's bad is actually kind of doomed because she never really develops any of the character skills that actually make her a good mate long-term simply because she doesn't have to. Like, you know, imagine is a, a, a chick who's, let's just say eight, nine or 10 is the equivalent of a kid who grew up um, being a trust fund baby. You know, initially his life is great or initially her life is great, um, but they never really develop any of those Deep character or, or uh, the the uh, interpersonal relationship skills that's actually going to uh, sustain them for the rest of their life, and so this is why you see a lot of these bad women or women who are very very attractive. You know, um, they actually really don't have mates or they don't have husbands. And another thing too is, again, I think uh, Sister George actually hit it uh, nail on the head. Right, a lot of these women, and in this I've noticed this too. The the more attractive they are. Typically, the more broken they are as a person, too, because you also have to think about it this way, right? They're they're running through life and they're getting all this validation, and they're getting all these simps and other things like that. Mm-hmm. Who who continue and constantly blow up their head, but the problem is, is is those are actually the men who they don't like. So they'll go out and they'll actually run across the man who they do like, and all that fake confidence and all that shit um, goes away because there's a difference between getting validation from just people who you're not interested in. And there's a total difference from getting validation from a man who you are interested in. And that's what we're starting to see. It's just, I really don't care about simps. I really don't care about them blowing up because when she runs across that man who she, yeah, when she runs across that man who she really likes, all that that confidence is going to go right out the fucking window. Um, You know, there are a lot of women who I think are gorgeous who can't even hold eye contact with me as I walk by. And these are like the these are attractive women and stuff like that. Now, why is the case is because, again, they didn't they they didn't do the internal work that's necessary. What we're starting to see is this is there's a phrase that says um, wherever you go, there you are. You're going to have to do the internal work at some point or another. What you're seeing is a lot of people are trying to escape from it. They're trying to run from it. They're trying to say, oh, like, you know but but then they hit their 30s, their 35, 40s and then they don't have any of those skills and now they now they kind of wish oh like you know I kind of wish I was doing the self work and everything that I needed when I was younger so I can live the life that I want to
3: live when I'm older.
1: You said something very interesting Dennis um, regarding like you know um, women Uh, women and essentially like them being desired by a simp versus somebody that they're interested in. Um, I saw on social media where there was, there's been a discussion being had about, um, the compliments that men give. And a lot of women are saying they do not, um, They don't really appreciate compliments from men like they don't care for the compliments they receive from men because they're always tied to their physical attributes. But they say that um, they would much rather be complimented from another woman because they know that it's genuine. But I think that those women, if they're complimented by the men that they desire, that they would be singing a different tune.
0: And let me add something into that uh, real quick. Um, And I'm glad you brought that up because uh, there has been something I've been meaning to say about that. Um, uh, We are in a day and age nowadays to where women are trying to seek the validation of other women um, versus uh, what a man really thinks and how a man feels. If you have the approval of your sister, quote unquote, Um, then you feel, you probably feel better because you think that men, a lot of women don't even think that men know what they're talking about. Um, if a man tells you, you, you look good versus what, when a woman tells you, uh, you, you on point with something. Um, a lot of women will put, uh, men's opinions to the side. A lot of women, and I've seen a lot of women do put a man's opinion to the side because, uh, we think that a man is talking straight from his pants, um, versus what he actually feels and what he sees from you. So um, we do look for validation in in, in women um, more so than we look for in men, and that's that's a huge part so, of the problem um, because we're not being taught to serve the men but serve ourselves. So I think that's yeah. a good point.
4: And, and Sister yeah. George, before we, before we move on, I, 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 if you can bring up what Aries Queen said again, Sorry, right? Aries Aries Queen, what what I meant by that is is because it, pretty privilege exists. Like, let's just be one hundred percent totally honest. Um, there are some people who can get shit for free. There are some people who get let off the hook because of their looks. But Aries Queen, what I was trying to say is, is I'm not I'm not necessarily correlating being so attractive with being broken, but I'm correlating being very attractive with you not getting uh, because. What, what, what happens is this, is because you're so attractive and you're moving through life and you're getting everything, you don't have to develop any skills and you, you don't have to develop any communication skills, relationship skills, interpersonal skills. And so that's what I mean by being broken is, is you're going to have to either develop that when you're young or when you're older. I was lucky enough because I wasn't a, a decent looking guy when I was younger. I, I fucking spent seven years reading self-development books and meditating and learning all of those skills. And now that I'm like, you know, somewhat attractive, I, I took all those years, that seven years of work and I'm still doing the work today, still in therapy, still meditating, still reading. But again, when you don't have that pressure put on you because you because you have so many simps in your DMs, you got so many, you get, you're getting cash apps from dudes that you don't even know about and dudes are offering mm-hmm. to pull out. You don't have that pressure that's on you to develop those skills that actually make you a decent person. That's what I was trying to say.
1: 30 Let me say uh, really quick, Mr. Researcher, and I'm going to let you in. I just want to acknowledge something really quick. You guys, uh, make sure that you're hitting the like button. Hit, hit the like button, please. Um, also, we got a cash app from Kit Clouds. Thank you. Thank you so much for your support, brother. And we also got one from BAP earlier. So thank you, dear, for your support. Um, I do want to say the women that I'm seeing making these comments, they're not saying they don't want comments at all from men. They're saying no comments about their physical attributes. If you comment them on something, something other than their physical attributes, like, wow, that was a, you know, very good comment that you made, very insightful. They're saying they want something deeper. Um, Go ahead, Mr. Research.
6: 30 second reply. So this is why I said to Sister George and C. Rose about six, eight months ago, this is why it's hard to learn to love urban mentality women, because to Dennis's point, you have women have to unlearn the sisterhood. Which also goes to Sister George's, uh, Sister George's point, which I said several months ago. Women want to please the sisterhood, and when you got that type of mentality, versus a woman that's a family-minded woman or an upper-class woman, none of that is her mentality. She's she's applauding you for complimenting her dress or her body or the fact that her back is chiseled or well, whatever the case may be. There's a different cultural conversation. And this is why so many males fall in love when they get over into these other classes of women who don't have all these requirements over a basic compliment. Thank you.
1: Okay. Thank you. Um uh mm-hmm. Someone did ask, how can you compliment something other than a physical attribute? I'm assuming they're wanting men to compliment, like actually observe them and compliment them. If you're someone they're engaging in conversation if with, you don't know easy. that person. They're well, if if you're someone that you're engaging in conversation with, it's easy for you to compliment them. But if you're using a compliment as a way of engaging the person, like why not just ask how how is your day going or like refrain from compliment? I'm not bothered by compliment. I love them. Keep them you
0: coming. know what? But- I, I think they kind of shoot themselves in the foot though because you'll have one group of women that uh d- that um. Will be seen as the representation for the majority. Right. And when you have women who are talking about street harassment or don't approach me in the street, mm. don't talk to me when you see mm-hmm. me, um, get to know me, this, that, and the third. And then you when okay, they hit sir? a certain age frame, when they hit a certain age frame, the phone ain't jumping off the damn hook in mm-hmm. your 40s like it was in your 20s. Um, nobody is going to check for you like that. Then when you do go to social events and social outings because your miserable ass is single and you can't find anybody, <laughs> then you get your ignorant ass on the Internet talking about how men don't approach, how men mm-hmm. ain't talking to you, how you ain't getting the same looks. Um, a man doesn't want to feel like he's going to get in trouble for approaching yeah. you. We're doing, literally um, micromanaging. what to do.
1: We're micromanaging men. Like we literally yeah, are telling them right. how to pursue us. And we're you looking under a microscope, examining everything they do. How 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 much that would be such a turnoff to me. If I want to engage someone, I don't want you
0: telling me mm-hmm. how to engage you. As long as I'm respectful, like who
1: cares?
0: But a woman, um yeah. I, uh uh it, it's so interesting like they they get up they get upset and they, oh it's, it's street harassment you you looked at me now mind you she got uh tights between her ass cheeks her ass is jiggling all over the place and then she telling you you shouldn't look at that don't look
5: right don't look at that. turn your head turn your
0: head she got her titties, uh, getting ready to, uh, blow her head off, blow her own damn head she off. She went and got, uh,
1: booty enhancements to make her butt bigger. Got a breast lift and breast implants,
0: but don't, don't want look you at me. Though. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Why are you looking at me like that?
4: Well, well, Sister George, this, this, this is what I was. This, this goes back to what I was saying before. Again. Getting the attention of 20 simps doesn't pale in comparison to getting the attention of one man who really turns you on. This is why I don't care about these simps in this space, because at the end of the day, these women don't respect these men. What's interesting about this whole Me Too thing is that depends on how attracted she is to the man and how much uh, gain that he has. And, 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 and that's actually pretty sad, right, because it's all contextual I can go up and I can talk to a woman. Right. And she can be like, that's like, you know, oh, I don't like this dude or this guy did this guy did X, Y, Z. But Mr. Research can approach her. And now all of a sudden she's going on a date with Mr. Research, you know, happy and shit. So it's, it's contextual, man.
0: Oh my God, she said, "I'm still finding hard not to look sex." I, you know, like, girl, you got it all over the place. I, I, <laughs> you wanted to be seen, um, but let's get to uh, Mike R. and because I'm gonna go in order y'all. So, uh, Mike R, Mike, what are your thoughts? He, he was messing with my OCD, <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Yeah, you <he> might
6: be. <laughs> <him>. <laughs> Now, i don't think i don't think he says volumes up turn your volume up mike
5: oh uh, he bored. He
0: bored. yeah um uh, mike maybe drop down and uh come back in and we'll see if we can get you um let's get gaston's world in. gaston what do you have gaston's world are you there bro gaston's world
3: no, I'm here. Um, okay. Can you hear me yeah, now? I was muted.
0: Okay, Mike is here. Mike, we can
1: Hold hear on, Gaston. Give uh, us just a second. Let's get right. Mike in and then we come coming all right over. Right
7: Sorry, here. I had a technical difficulty. I think I fixed it. Am I okay now?
0: Yeah, you're good. Yes. Oh, get off God. that
6: Metro PCS, bro.
7: <laughs> 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 no, I just had my um settings on wrong on my computer. So uh, let me direct y'all attention real quick to uh, a woman by the name of Marilyn Monroe. To me, she was the first archetype of the whole bad bitch culture Mm -hmm. and she was very popular back then with white americans especially white american men uh we all know the the rumors of her with jfk and other predominant men in society Uh, she was basically the archetype for you know your kim kardashians and all of that before kim kardashian there was even a thought and you know I want to say this, Mr. Research mentioned uh, that whole uh, I think it was the the, the line about uh, with the Migos, how uh, if you want a bad bitch, you might not be able to afford her. I think it depends because bad bitch culture. If you want to so speak, it goes. It's anywhere. It's it's poor people. It's the criminal world. It's the high class. There's always women who will do themselves up to sleep around with men for whatever they want, whether it's money, just to be seen with this guy, uh, reputation. I mean, look at the mob. You know what I'm saying? The mob had their wives and then they had their dates or so the women that they used to accustom when they would go to the social clubs and stuff like that. These weren't their wives, but they would date women who were probably significantly younger than them, who looked good. And we'll go to these social clubs, they would sit there with those women instead of their 40-year-old wife that's at home. You know, um, it the culture ranges anywhere. I'm out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. You see bikers with hot chick, they call themselves hot chick, right? We call them a bad bitch, they'll call them hot chicks in, in white culture, right? I'm glad Same you're thing.
1: highlighting this because you're Same making because you're identifying you know that it's not just a black woman thing. Right, it, it isn't. It
7: isn't. The only reason why it kind of gets because because the media always has a spotlight on our culture all the time. That's that's the only reason why we get labeled with everything that's bad and fucked up. Every culture does this. I mean, Mexicans do it. They got the chicas and all of them with the shaved eyebrows, tattoos everywhere, but they look good. Got the makeup done and everything like that. They'll be the hottest thing in the, in the, in, the, in the in the um in the barrio, but the difference is, is that here's, here's where the difference is. Because in the Black community there is, now I will say this, there is the underlining woman-praising culture there where women are put on a pedestal more than their men. We don't raise our boys to have the same amount of confidence as the, as the girls today. We just don't. We put a lot more in the plate of a black female coming up than a black man coming up. So what happens is a lot of the men in our culture, they will praise a bad bitch, even though that woman is totally toxic to them. And you'll actually get guys who will marry that broad. Other cultures, they won't marry that broad. The biker dude is not going to marry that chick. He's just going to fuck her until he gets tired, or excuse my French. Same thing with the Mexican dude. Same thing with the Albanian dude or whatever. They don't marry these chicks. They're literally, I, I hate to use this expression, they're jerk-off material, right? They're not not—they're not wifey material, they're jerk-off material. A lot of these chicks are, are, are just there for sex. We'll actually take women that are there for sex in our culture and put them up there next to a wifey-type woman and try to compare her. And I mean... The looks may vary. She may actually have a body that's kept up. She may actually look good. But as far as her personality, who she is, what she stands for, you'd be a fool, especially a Black man with substance, to even go that route. And that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to pass the mic.
1: Okay. Uh, let me chime in really quickly. I just want to say something real quick. Um, Mike, thank you for your contribution to the conversation. I disagree, though, that um, men of other races aren't wifing these women, because I definitely think white men are. Um, I grew up in an all-white town where white girls, the first time I've ever heard of like whole phase and slut phase was from white people, um, that they were expected to go through a slut phase, that they've slept with brothers and married the other, that they don't use the harsh judgment that I see Black people use a- a towards um, you know women who are promiscuous. Like, I can't tell you how. How many white girls i've seen that have slept around and gone on to get married uh, maybe it's something yeah. that they don't ostracize them for because they do it when they're younger because i am talking about girls who did this in their young teens and young adulthood when they're in their early 20s to mid 20s but they went on to marry and marry people that were related to or still very close to lots of people that they've slept with
7: bill gates didn't marry kim kardashian
1: I'm not talk, I'm talking about average we're talking about average people just just average um working class people.
0: Yeah, but if you look at any um by, uh, most men who uh play professional sports um especially white men they don't typically marry like the ugliest chick they ain't going to go get a homely chick they going to get somebody who's able to fit in with that lifestyle who knows how to um Fit in with that lifestyle um right. those women are generally trained from the ground up to Absolutely. especially for those men so um, the women who are, I, I like,
1: concrete. the women they marry are trained to go to these specific events like the little do people know in, in entertainment they're like they provide the girls and these are girls who are at all the industry parties all the you know um um think Clubs that the football players Or basketball players hang out with Like they make their rounds So it's not something that's that taboo And especially when we're talking about Just average everyday people um, uh, White people are White women are expected to go through a whole phase Or slow phase Not I'm not saying that to condone black women doing it But um, we like to to kind of Isolate black people to act as though Black women are just the scum of the earth And they're the only promiscuous women in the world And I assure you they're not I said that. No, I'm not I, I'm not saying you, I'm talking about this space.
5: Yeah, Bill Maher wanted to marry Superhead.
0: Yeah, he, he did. did. He absolutely did. Um, but let's get to Gaston's world. Thank you so much, Mike. R. Gaston, what are your thoughts?
3: All right. So again, well, how y'all doing, everybody? I'm glad to be here. Um so uh Trina uh from Miami and Sleep Inside Records with Trick Daddy actually. Coined the phrase, uh, baddest bitch in March 2000. So I do have to correct that. That didn't come from Atlanta. Don't put that on us. Um, <laughs> hey, hey. the market response is the litmus test for a bad chick. Um, unfortunately, the market in 2021 is Instagram likes and you know how many dicks she could fit in there. Um, I, I'm sorry, let me not be so frank, but um, you know, these women, um they may not be that attractive. They may not have been born attractive, but when they get with a man who they find a sustenance or, you know, some value which they may not be to everyone else, but they see them as valuable and then have sex with them. They say, Oh, now I'm a 10 and it's like, no, (laughs) no, because unfortunately for them, the market is the litmus test. The market is what decides what you are what your value is how you are viewed by the rest of the world and in this in today's society with the inter- with the evolution of the internet that is the new market and so when women can get like someone mentioned cash apps for nothing just posting their cash app and they get cash apps they think that oh yeah now I'm I'm up there so for you to even deal with me on a serious level you need to be bringing this type of energy and it's like, that's not, that's, that's like, how to say, fabricated. It's not real. It's the internet. Um, so I do want to credit Mike with the Marilyn Monroe reference. Um, Norma Jean Mortensen was born in Los Angeles, California in 1926. And she spent the majority of her childhood in foster homes and orphanages. Uh, she got married at 16, which wasn't too uncommon in 1942 when she did. But she was working in a factory. She was working in a factory and got discovered by a photographer. So I believe that women are born with their SMV and you can add as much to it. You can take as much away from it as you want. But what you are is what you are. And the validation that you receive from a few men, unfortunately for most women, don't represent the validation that they'll receive from most men. And I think that's what the big issue that we're having in our society is now is that, yeah, you slept with a dude when you was 15 and now you think your guys gift the men when in actuality, now that you're 35, nobody else wants you. And so, um, yeah, I think, yeah, the, the whole bad chick, you know, rhetoric, you know, it did originate back then way, way back then in the twenties. When the flapper came onto the scene, and that was the modern independent woman that you know didn't need a man to be, be successful because most of the men were out fighting in World War II. So, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much all I have to say about that.
1: Thank you, Gaston's World, for your contribution. Appreciate you, bro. Um, Sean, what you got? Uh,
8: hello, can y'all hear me?
5: Yep, we can hear you.
8: Okay, okay, okay. Um, I just want to say that, uh, well, I think we're kind of getting uh, confused here. and We need to clarify that um, men and women, when it comes to relationship and dating, don't play by the same rules. We play by a different set of rules. And I think that's where we're kind of getting mixed up at. So uh, allow me to explain. Uh, When a, a man, his goal basically is, to be able to sleep with a lot of women as possible. And what I mean by that is as men, we know that we have to bring value in order to be able to sleep with a woman. And if we're able to maybe sleep with a lot of women, then that lets us know that we have value. Now, when it comes to women, especially black women, I think that's where we kind of get mixed up at, especially in the context of a quote unquote bad bitch, because if, well, first off, let's just admit that if you have to look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that you're a bad bitch, then you're not a bad bitch, okay? Um if you're if you're a woman that's and an you affirmation, a Sean. They, you,
1: that's an affirmation that women use.
8: <laughs> well yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you can call it an, you can call it an affirmation, but if you are if you are a bad bitch and you have a lot of uh guys sliding in your DMs, wanting to hit you up. That, that, that means nothing. And what I mean by that is as a woman, your goal is to get the highest quality man possible to commit to you, even if you are a bad bitch, because if you're a woman and you look good, nice body, petite, a man's first goal is wanting to sleep with you. And if you're a bad bitch, especially that's a man's goal. Now, You as a woman, if you are a bad bitch, can you get that man to commit to you besides sleeping with you? And that is when you can call yourself a bad bitch, especially when you get the highest quality of man to uh, commit to you. And let me give you an example of what I, I think are women that are bad bitches. A woman by the name of Yvette Pareto, Cuban woman, she's a bad bitch. She's the wife of Michael Jordan. Lauren Wooden, She's a bad bitch. She's the wife of uh, Bob Johnson, billionaire black man. Also Michael Jordan, billionaire black man. And to me, the baddest bitch of all is a woman by the name of Delma Stewart. Who is she? She is the wife of a man by the name of David Stewart, the richest black man in America. She was able to get him to get on one knee, put a ring on her finger and commit to her. Now to me, that is the baddest bitch of all. So... Yeah, that's,
1: uh, I, just, I just want to say let that. Me, that's, let that's me ask me. What about Michael you. Jordan' first wife? You name it all. And Bob Johnson, first wife. Uh, not Bob Johnson, but um, what's the guy's name who donated to Morehouse? Um, what Barbara. about the black women that they dated? Only white women can be bad chicks? Yeah, yeah, they were bad chicks because they got him to uh, commit to her. But, you know, let,
8: let's be realistic. Relationships sometimes don't work out. But can you get that man to get on one knee and put a ring on your finger? That is when a woman in the end's when when she gets the guy that she admires and she respects to get down on one knee and put a ring on her finger and it also depends on if you want to be a bad bitch what quality of man can you get to do that and those women were able to get the richest the most wealthiest black men in america to do that and so they are bad bitches
0: um let me ask you a question wait wait wait, wait, wait. let me ask you a question real quick um sean what do you think about um dennis's point talking about men who um are r- rich but let's say they're simps what do you think about that aspect does it really matter um how much money a man has if he's a simp Yeah, I, 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 right I, I didn't
8: use sister george can you say that again
0: sure kind of sure. came in
8: broken up i didn't
0: Okay, I'm sorry about that. I was asking, what if these men are simps? Does it matter if they're simps, um, if they get with uh, certain types of women? Like, let's say uh, Robert F. Smith is a simp. He has a lot of money. He's able to dominate in one aspect of life, but he may have uh, issues with um, dominating and controlling his woman. And he might be a simp for her. Does that matter?
1: Like if he basically, like if he is a guy that's a lame or somewhat lame and he attracts a beautiful woman because he's high value. And as a result, he's smitten and his nose is wide open because he's never had a bad chick. So he might be willing to marry her because she's a bad chick and she's showing interest in him no matter what. Well, I mean, if that woman can get him to uh,
8: commit to her, no matter if he's a simp or not, it's, it, because that's a high quality man. If she can get him to commit to sipping quote unquote only to her, then she's a bad bitch. See, can but, but, but
0: hold on, star, on. that's the problem. A, oh, wait, wait. Can a porn star be a bad bitch?
7: Mm. Yeah, she can be she can be physically Malania. attractive. She can be physically attractive and good looking. Um, she could also have a arrogant. Uh, mindset about it or not, it, it, that bitch merely just talks about a lot of guys wanting her for her sexuality. In, in my in my mm-hmm. opinion, but, but not
4: here's the necessarily thing:
7: necessarily that she's wifey material but, or or even but, 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 the most but, but, prettiest chick in the face. It's it's but, really but, about sexuality as a currency. But
8: men and women, but, but men and women, we don't play by the same rules. A woman wins when she gets a guy to commit to her. Commit to her. That's that's that's, that's not yeah. winning anymore. But, but Sean, hold
4: on, hold on Sean, because Sean, here here here's what we forget, Sean. Women can wear that mask for years, bro. They can do what it takes to get married, and that's and that's one thing that we're forgetting here. Many women can wear those masks and do what it takes to be a wife and get and get that ring. So. We can't just say, "Well, you know." And, and Sean, I looked at that that Stewart chick that you're talking about. The thumb, bro, she's not bad. I mean, let. Look, I
1: think look. he's saying, in principle, in theory, that if a woman can get a high value man to propose to her, she's bad. I don't think he's but, saying literally, like, you know.
4: But but see, that's the problem, see Rose. The problem, and, and and this is the problem that I have with what Sean is saying. Sean, just because he makes a lot of money doesn't mean that he's high value. Like we got to stop with that. Like that that's one component when it comes to that. But again, the masculinity, the confidence, the, the, the masculine frame, uh, a simp and his money are soon to be departed. We see that. Uh, shit would you say time.
0: that about mm. Will Smith?
4: Again, the problem that we're hold on. Chief Rocker made a good point. Why do we keep talking about? The the less than oh 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 one percent of men. Why can't we just talk about the normal people that we see? We're not talking about we shouldn't be talking hold on, hold on. We shouldn't be talking about Will Smith and Jordan again, nobody uh, Jordan is like a one in a hundred million, a hundred nobody's gonna be Jordan. Like, let's just stop with that. No nobody's gonna be Will Smith. Let's just stop with that. We need to talk about average people.
0: I got you. I got you. Um, The reason, and let me read the super chat before I respond. Shout out to Chief Rocca. He says, don't think you can use pro athletes, entertainers, and actors in this Mm -hmm. conversation. Break it down on a level of social class systems within our community. You know, these men and women that come up from legacy and affluence within Black social circles. Okay. I got you I all the way got you and we're very appreciative of your super chat very appreciative shout out to you chief rocker you always come through and rock with us um I will use uh, certain entertainers um, because I've seen how guys have responded to him and Jada's relationship now let's let's break down will Smith's career will Smith is arguably one of the biggest um, black entertainers to come within the the last uh, couple of decades, Um, one of the biggest. Will Smith's wife got on motherfucking national TV and told y'all about her side dude. Men were calling Will Smith all kind of weak. They called him all kinds of weak. Um, yeah, weak. They were saying that he, his woman emasculated him. His woman treated him like shit. Uh, he is not that dude. He is a, a bitch ass dude. They called him all kinds of things because because his woman um, sat there and emasculated him on national TV. And I sat there and I was thinking about it. Um And shout out to Ty City's crazy ass. Because Ty City was like, okay y'all will reduce this man that's accomplished all these things that's done everything that he was supposed to with his life he's accomplished he's got awards he's done everything and a man will sit there and look at him and say well he's not an alpha man or he's a weak ass man all because a bitch did something to him and i found that to be very interesting um because Sean, I'm not Sean. Um, Dennis, on one hand, will say, let's not measure a man by his money or the things that he's accomplished. That doesn't necessarily make him a man. But then wouldn't you uh, consider yourself to even be in the, ma- the minority in that aspect? Um, most but you people can be alpha. look at it like that. You can be alpha in certain areas and
1: still be weak in others. There are men exactly. Are, yeah, ding, you can ding, be ding. like yeah, alpha but, uh, in the you could be alpha in the boardroom and a boss and and you know you could be a billionaire. Make you could be extremely talented and creative and you know you could have made wise decisions with your money, but that doesn't mean that you dominate when it comes to women in the realm
4: of women. Ding, Ding ding. And, I, and learning- I, I say there's not
0: going to be a such thing as a leak, uh a, a guy that's making a 100- hundred. Uh, or hundreds of millions of dollars In, a, in his accomplishing goal That's not good, he's never gonna He should never be seen as weak, especially If he's black um, I don't know, because
1: if you're taking Away race, if we say, let's say For example, just throwing someone out there, maybe Bill Gates uh, He married Melinda Gates uh, You know, when they were younger But let's say you, he meets a woman Who has game, and she understands The game, and as a result He can be had or taken Because he doesn't dominate in the realm of women although he dominates in other arenas so you can have a man who is at the top of his game as it relates to business but he can meet a woman that that knows the game and you know can be had as a result
4: well well see and and here's the thing rose, and again that's 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 an excellent point and that's exactly what i've been trying to say money doesn't make you alpha money does not make you a man I agree that um, having a good career and and doing stuff like that is a part of manhood. I agree because I think that every man should be on his purpose and and, um, you know, leaving things behind. And I I agree. But money does not make you a man and money does not make you an alpha male. This is why you see all these pop. What is it PJ? uh, You see that dude in the NBA having issues. Will Smith should not be on TV. Yeah. With Brittany Renner having issues. You see Zion Williamson, you got chicks uh uh got him on video uh uh acting weak and stuff like. You see what I'm saying? Money does not make you a man. Again, it comes down to your ma- This is actually what I actually think the test of a real man is. I would say drop whoever is a dime in his eyes, drop him, drop her right in front of his face and and see how he reacts. Does he break down? Does I he fumble? Does he um, does he start, you know, is he does he start studying, stuttering? Is he weak? Because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. What, and this is one of the things that I've, I've recognized. Once you can master that and once you actually master that masculine frame, which actually comes by getting out here, taking a lot of L's, learning, learning the game and stuff like that. But once you master that, your life becomes so much easier because that's the downfall. And the, the, the downfall of a lot of men isn't necessarily the woman, but the fact that their standards and their values crumble when that woman is in front of their face. That's the problem.
0: Um. OK, I, I do have one can other I, question. because. Something? Go ahead, Sean. I'm I'm sorry. I just just want to kind of uh,
8: just quickly rebut what Dennis is saying. I I, I think you're a little bit misguided because you're not telling men to have an abundance mindset. So no matter if, quote unquote, that dime drops down in front of you, you as a man have to have an abundance mindset. If that dime does not accept you for who you are and what you deem as your masculine frame, have that abundance mindset to keep it pushing. And that's where I think you're kind of missing the point at.
0: Um, I just wanted to point out real quick and then we'll give you, um, 30 seconds to respond because we do have to get to DJ Cadillac up in here. Um, what I wanted to say too, was that when a man has built, um, things for himself, um, being that a man has um, been able to accomplish certain things that does add to, uh, quote unquote, his masculine frame, um, when he's a, when he's been able to accomplish something, um, will smith accomplishing uh making over hundreds of millions of dollars will smith ain't never gonna have to have game to talk to a bitch or whatever uh chicks will come for him and and he's not going to have to do the work which i think Mm. a lot of people kind of encourage like build for yourself and the women will come um and i've heard that a lot throughout this space so um give give me your opinion on that and you got 30 seconds to respond what's that
4: yeah so the thing about that is this is that it's a yes and a no. It, it's 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 almost kind of like math versus reading. And what I mean is, is this is a lot of that stuff does not correlate into relationships. Relationships a lot of the times are separate from. OK, if you wanted to learn how to play basketball. Right. what would, what would actually be the best way to learn to play basketball? Would it be a jump roping? Would it be B, um, you know, running laps or would it be C playing basketball? The answer is C, playing basketball. The same thing comes with relationships and, and dating and all that stuff. The best way to learn is to actually get out there and do it. A lot of that stuff doesn't transfer actually into relationships. Now, again, I was saying that is important. Yes. But, again, if that were the case, you wouldn't see Will Smith on uh, basically national television on the verge of tears having his wife disrespect him to all, uh, all of the world. So I get what you guys are saying, but also still, money does not make the man. You're still going to have to learn how to maintain relationships, and and and, and actually, actually, since George, you made a good point. Again, the whole building that will come. Here's here's what you're seeing, right? You're seeing the women come, right? But a lot of these guys can't actually maintain these relationships long term, so they're getting a lot of women coming in. But either they're getting used or they can't hold on to those women. And that's a totally different skill set. Being able to actually go out and get a lot of women interested. But can you also still maintain the frame and maintain the relationship for the long for for a longer term?
0: I'll just say this and then I'm going to let Cadillac. I'm going to read the super chat and let Cadillac up in here. Um, At this point, we don't even know nowadays if it was the man's fault or if it was the woman's fault that the man hasn't been able to maintain that relationship. Um, It could be on the man, but it could very well be on the woman as well. So just wanted to say that. And I'm going to read the super chat. Shout out to Gabe A, who just made his way on the panel. He said, dudes here use rappers, actors, and entertainers for proof that marriage and relationships don't work. You need men to be consistent in examples you use to prove your points, shout out to you, Gabe. A and we appreciate the super chat, DJ Cadillac. What do you have?
5: All right, uh, first, give an honor to uh, Sister George, Constrict Rose, on the panel.
0: Uh,
5: <laughs> I've sat here through the long windedness <laughs> you know to finally first. get my chance to speak. A lot of my points have been taken, especially uh, with Sister George talking about how most. Modern women now want validation from other women in the sisterhood. They are not really seeking validation from men, especially when they're out and about. Now, virtually, with the likes and with the Instagrams and all that, the DMs—they most definitely want that attention, but they do not want in-person attention anymore. Which is, which is kind of like something that just shifted in the last ten years. Oh. You know, I'm 44 years old, so I've been in the game for a little minute, and I've kind of seen this shift happen around 2010. Where with that campaign, I was in D.C. when the don't talk to me, don't, you know, no street harassment campaign was initiated and it kind of was sparked in D.C., especially on the train stations and stuff like that. So that's one point that you know was already made that I want to reiterate. But uh, what we're seeing, getting back to the subject of the bad bitch syndrome, it is a syndrome, meaning that most women nowadays all think they're bad bitches. That is really the, the crux of the issue and it's similar to how in the 90s, most black men only wanted to be rappers or athletes. That was our 100% focus. I've watched a lot of my young nieces, my, my uh, you know young young women that I've seen grow up and 13, 14, 15, they were all into school. They were all into, you know, where they want to go to college, what they want to be in life. And then i seen a shift around 17, 18, 19 where they just wanted to be a bad bitch and nothing else. And that's really all I got to say, man.
0: I found know, it interesting. Know. I found it interesting that you said that um, a lot of, most women think that they're bad bitches. I, I, I really want to kind of know where you got that from. Um, well, it, I, it, it used I, to I, be I so conceited concerned.
5: back in the day. You know, and then it shifted into, okay, it's just confidence and and, some, and I think somebody mentioned it earlier, affirmations, but I think it's the, you know, when you see somebody post on Instagram that, you know, and you look at the picture and you say, man, you don't look nothing like that. Your skin ain't that light. Your skin ain't that smooth. Your eyes ain't that big. Your lips don't like you look nothing. There's pictures that from family members or people I know, that they post a picture and I say, man, they look nothing like Mm -hmm. this picture.
1: To be completely honest, Danny, to his point, I, I like just about every woman I know of have referred to themselves at, as a bad B at, at different points, and a lot of times, um, you know, like when they get dressed up to go out, like I, you know, I don't care if sure, they're four hundred like yeah, exactly. A I so don't. that's probably why he he you know uh, made that comment. I mean, I don't care if they're four hundred pounds with exactly. bunions and you know nappy head. They they gonna say I'm, I know I'm a bad B.
0: You know that's.
2: That's kind of good. not
0: the
2: bunions
0: wait a minute when you get dressed up and you put on your clothes and you feel good about yourself um I, I I think that when you when you get fly and you feel good I think you should be able to exude a certain type of I mean because think about yeah. it I, right
5: but let's we, look at it even when side. a man
0: puts on his clothes and he didn't got his fresh cut and he didn't finally took a good bath and washed his neck, right. I mean y'all should feel oh, really good. Hey, hey, we, we, <laughs> oh, oh. But guess what? Though? Oh, I but
5: guess what? Though? I don't we don't get no validation
1: for that. We don't
5: get likes for that.
1: Danny, this it's a difference do? between listen. It's a difference between feeling good about yourself because you you feel like you look good when you look good, you feel good, and you know um putting on a, a facade, because people only, you see the highlight and reels from people on their social media. The only time they're posting right. is when it's heavily filtered, their hair is combed, but they house right. look a dang old mess, ain't took the trash out, roaches crawling all around. <laughs> Ooh, so, fast. you know, what you're presenting to the world is that I'm a bad bee, not just a bad bee in the moments that I feel good, but I'm a bad chick. All the time. And, and I think there's a difference. Okay. But the big
5: difference is you know, taking it to the other side with the brothers is when do we get the so-called feel good? What validation do we receive? Uh, as a, come as a on young bro, man that's out here in the <laughs> doesn't no. get any type of validation from any of them. Come on, what man. what validation do men what? get uh, Come on,
0: ahead. man. When y'all get fly, when you get good. fly for the what you call it, I'm gonna tell you one thing. Um, when y'all decide to put on a suit,
5: um, mm. and we don't so typically see y'all in the right down negative. You know who that I get compliments from when I'm in a suit? Other brothers. Don't come over here and say and, white
1: women.
5: Oh no, other brothers nine times out of ten. And the real old women, I'm talking about 60, 65, oh. 70. Why you want
9: attention people. from hey, women when you like why you want the women's attention? Like, why you want them to
5: what do you mean? Why I didn't say why, man. We hey, man, that you talk no mask it
9: because you, you said that why? women get all the attention, they get all their heads bigged up and no, what whatnot. You like men don't, don't get the same thing
5: when they want it. Why you want? Right? i as, as a man, what we do is we go get a call.
1: Men want attention too. Come we, on now, exactly. Dennis, you, you can't man, act you like, like I you mean, mean saying, uh, why you You're you
5: you, doing what you're doing,
1: man. Men, men I, like to be like to know that they wh- look good and they smelling good. Men like exactly. to, We're, we're
9: Women are known for wanting attention and desiring it. Men shouldn't be known for wanting and desiring attention. I didn't say,
6: known well, I didn't the, say known for. Well, you made the.
9: Well, you made the comparison. You said women get this in the form of attention, and you kept going, and then you said, "But men don't don't get it." That's making a comparison, right? We get none. You put them we back to that. Period. Is what I
5: I'm think that's about. an We don't even. Really taking back okay. to when old boy posted that he was the prize and all his so-called accomplishments, and everything was poo poo for that. You know, what oh, I mean, but that but you does that, that right. change his
9: accomplishments at all? Does that change anything any right. so iota he got of his, for his life?
5: His accomplishments is
9: what I'm saying. No, he got his accomplishments. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> what you mean? Uh, no, but you
0: know what though, okay. um in 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 a certain aspect because then you have to take into consideration um the quote unquote uh guys who have swag, they get plenty of attention. Um guys who uh select show dude. off they yeah, select select
5: they select to what end? Select. Like to is, what is, end? Really right now it's just the weird dudes. It's the dudes that's taking everything way past the top. And really what it is is the is the, What's weird know, the about LGBTQ it? those brothers are getting plenty of attention out here and and so you want guys, they a, out here you want to see well, all leave the like they-, they still wait, in your shop wait 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 you right, feel like they still in his shine. Wait, 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 wait a minute wait,
0: wait on, a minute on, i'm going to tell
5: Hold on fellas hold on
2: fellas
0: hold on so you're saying that because i've seen attractive men on the internet um some of them let's say they got their shirts off and they've worked out um i see a plethora of women um saying like oh my gosh he looks so good First, right. um nice looking guys if they're thick and uh they're thick or whatever women will get on the um net and they talk complimenting the guys on his size or um his beard or um if he's a fly dude right. I, i've seen those I guarantee
5: guys he don't have more likes than what you said with the 400 pound bb that's true
0: like we have likes a
5: lot are
1: for of it. women
9: I I agree
1: that we don't see men, if a man has a dad bod, or if he has big titties and, you know, like a high butt on his back, like men, you know, (laughs) versus a woman (laughs) who Who may be plus size and she's dressed up. They don't, the the, uh, the likes and attention that they receive is not equal. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I do think that, you know, women typically are, are, are going out of their way or doing certain things to garner that attention. Women thrive off of that attention. Whereas historically men have not. Um, that doesn't mean, of course, that you shouldn't tell a man that he looked good and smell good. Like, of course, men want to hear that too. But um no. that's just the way it
9: is. Do I you see the, the no most productive person. men in society on Instagram or on different social media platforms vying for attention? You know why they don't? It's because their their accomplishments, their impact on the world already says that. Most of them are low are low key and don't desire that attention. That attention of white
1: Black men like attention. That, that Look that at Diddy. Look how
9: men, he's going out of his way black to get attention. Black men are listen. Black men are men, and Diddy is nothing compared to the most successful and most accomplished men in the world. Man, calm down. So, wait, not gonna, wait, 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 hold on. So, we are gonna belittle Diddy? Diddy's a
2: like. <laughs> most, close somewhere close to a billionaire man so we're we gonna belittle that
9: diddy to... is diddy exactly. but the majority we'll of the the, the most successful to... men in the world are not like are not vying for attention on social media like this hold we'll yeah, on
1: guys one at a time real quick so what we'll do is mr research we'll give you 30 seconds real quick and then um we, we, we don't want to get stuck on this yeah, fantastic interesting but we'll get ready yeah we'll go ahead and read the super chat and go to fantastic
6: We got to do these thirty-second replies because y'all, y'all saying the same thing. It comes down to to this, and normally I don't even agree with Gabe, but in a hood way, let me say it in a hood way. When you out here doing your business, likes is not really in your in your viewpoint to to even suggest likes. And I'm not stomping on the brother's theory, but even to suggest likes takes us into a into a woman's. Let him finish
0: his response, and then you can go back. But let him finish
6: into a woman's way of thinking if that was if that was the the point because when we mention these words sometimes it triggers people like me and Gabe because we don't think people uh, are saying it just by happenstance so you know we should never want to be in this gossip woman's uh way of calculating our our value as testicle type of dudes we got a different type of set that we do that amongst warriors but that's what I believe Gabe is trying to say. And if that's what he's saying, I agree with him. And that's not to knock on what anybody on the panel say. That's just for the people for the replay. So nobody get triggered. Thank you
1: thank you okay Okay, go ahead dj cadillac and then we want to get gabe in regarding his actual um commentary and then we're going to get to fantastic really quick i'll read the super chat from sun is hot raw thank you he says money is a measurement of productivity and those who say money doesn't make you alpha are those who lack productivity, which is not alpha. Okay, Ooh, we
9: hear nope.
1: you. Uh, Thank you for the support. Right. Appreciate you. So what?
5: I'm Fantastic.
9: Can go ahead, and I'll just let it keep keep uh, going. Okay, I'll jump in.
5: Everything was taken out of context with the so-called likes. I'm I'm talking when I talk. I talk in terms of the youth because we we basically done. We basically on the way. You know what I'm saying? We we grown men, and if you're raising kids, then that's good. But that's really what you should be worried about. I I'm raising. You know, kids and children that are in this world of likes and virtual reality and all these other things, and they are worried about this stuff. If you forty, if you fifty, yeah, you saying, "Oh, I'm not worried about likes." You know, men shouldn't be blah 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 and all this other stuff. But these brothers coming up are saying, "Okay, black girls rock, but what about us?" And that's basically what I'm saying.
2: That's a great point. That's that's a totally different. So if it makes everything you're saying now makes sense. Am I am I the only one here? Or am I not No, no, no. It's, 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 yeah, it's, I'm sitting it's over here trying to figure side.
0: out who over who over here been complimenting curly. So we we in the back trying to figure that part out. Um and, and yeah, so I'll be right back. I got to Uh-oh. see see Uh-oh. about this Uh-oh. 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 shit. Oh I got to see about it, child. What the hell going on? Who the hell compliment? Okay.
2: Hey, you know oh, you know yeah, what they man, say. Man, I'll be anyway, right back. Just saying, you know what they say. Black women, you know, love married men. Just saying. Uh, but anyway, um Ooh. uh that y'all they got all these little slick jabs in here, unwashed necks, no showers, <laughs> uh man titties, booties on backs. Can we this is what we doing?
0: This don't yeah, forget, yo, about, them it, thighs, don't forget it, about the thighs, man. Don't forget
2: about the thighs. Okay, I mean, we because you, you brought them bunions. We're gonna talk about them coins We're gonna talk about them, them them eyelashes that's raising off the glue. We're gonna talk about these lace fronts. We're gonna talk about these motherfucking, you know, these back titties and these rolls. and we are we wait? Listen, this is we came before. Look, shout to man, the shot of y'all, man. They, they and still, they still arm. bad yeah, them arms. Yeah, well, anyway, we, listen, man. I'm sorry to DJ Catalan, man. He brings up a great perspective, and um, I think we do need to start shifting that focus when we had this, we, we this conversation as adults. Yeah, man, all of us here are pretty much 30 and you know, um, uh, you know, establishing all these things and whatnot, what have you. So, of course, for us, this, this isn't a big deal. Um, you know, anybody that if you have a if you have any so, sort of uh social media though, for whatever um reason it may be, whether it be business, whether it be personal, whether it be whatever. You are doing that for exposure and attention of some sort and if you want to be successful in this day and age that's actually one of the biggest ways of doing it um people are making money off of being quote-unquote influencers just posting pictures you know women um especially black women and we're talking about the bad bitch culture um the whole um what's the name of that brand the cheap ass brand that all these chicks are um fashion nova. yeah fashion nova i appreciate you fashion Nova is a huge thing to where it started out with women but now you have fashion over for men and who, who started that? Black women off of the bad bitch culture. So when we look into this, man, and, um, you know, you have a whole bunch of, um, like Cadillac said, man, this 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 thing where people aren't really living in reality, where these people, these dudes expect this. And this is what black women complain about. So I don't understand the the disconnect because, oh, y'all want these Instagram models and this, this, and this. Well, nah, I mean, every dude wants to, you know, of course, have his time, you know, uh, uh, with that um uh, female if she wasn't come across, but to expect or think we expect that to be the everyday run of a male female, especially the black female, if you know the stats, I mean, you know, sixty percent um overweight and um uh I'm sorry, what like what's yeah, sixty percent overweight and fifty percent obese and all these different things, it's just go. not possible. So um it's just not possible. So, um, I'm in, in a dude. We, we, we don't mind a little thickness. I'm. Mean, I don't say we. I say me. I, I put myself mm-hmm. in there. You know I'm saying, I, hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, as long, long as thick. she light bright. Exactly. A hey, long hair, thick red bones. I mean, hey, and, and oh me, so, you, know what I mean? Holla at me. You know what I mean? B A B G. Uh, it's, fantastic.
0: I did, I have, a huh? I did have a question for you. I did have a question for you. Fantastic.
2: Oh, oh, go ahead.
0: Um. Can we expect you to become a Fashion Nova partner as your uh, channel grows and gets bigger? <laughs>
2: well, well I, I don't know about that one because I have my own brand. I mean, if they come in with some bags. You know, so I have my own bag, you know, a uh, brand to promote. But if they're willing to do a Fashion Nova BABG partnership by all means, you know, I got a good watch out You know
4: what
2: I'm saying? We, 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 you know what I'm saying? We ain't got no man titties over here. We got, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because
1: we... you like the thirst trap and, and uh be in well, the gym too. To yeah, yeah, yeah. We see He's it. Done.
2: You have to be attractive to be a thirst trapper, okay? And I'm I'm ugly, oh, I'm called i'm, no, I'm all of this stuff I'm
1: you fat. over six feet you dark skin and you work out like come on stop hey, it.
2: hey, it's the ugly yeah, we ugly.
1: and, and you're a man in uniform come
2: on stop I, hey hey according to black youtube i ain't shit i'm a i'm a 10 trash bag dusty all right, right that's what right, i'm gonna run right. with okay i, not no, no, it I cannot but if be you like well i am excited
0: about you being um hopefully i will see you on um in your little fashion noble little suits
1: and
2: <shorts>. They but
1: better
2: they make like it an extra long for him. If exactly. Extra long. If you like skin, you want to get your back being holler at your boy. But anyway, um, uh, um, like I was saying, man, this whole thing about um, the Suge Avery thing, I, I'm glad you guys went back to this whole thing. The most important thing I guess you guys are living, leaving out here is what was Suge Avery? Suge Avery was seen as the attractive chick to the unattractive chick. You feel what I'm saying? And a lot of people leave that dynamic out when we talk about this. The unattractive female knows that her, she, the, 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 I, I, can I put this in a nice way? Yeah. Okay. So the, the, the person that stands the power of attractiveness the most is the unattractive female, because a woman is looked at by her looks first. That's how she's valued. So the woman that that gets hit the hardest is a woman that doesn't have those qualities or whatever it is to attract a man. So that's why the bad bitch culture is, is praised or you get so much attention to it because in her complaining to it or complaining about it she gets more attention to it and ding, she's ding, trying ding, to, ding 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 and Your she's Lord. trying to achieve that herself and and she's saying well i can't get a man because all these bad bitches out here and this is all y'all want and this is another well okay well what can you do of course like facially hey if you're not there you're not there if you're running around here looking like a little t.d. jakes and a little flavor flavor i'm sorry Blame your you daddy and your mom.
0: Fantastic. We covered it a smidge because, um, Concrete did bring up the fact that, um, she was a groupie to Suge Avery. Um, she wanted, I don't necessarily think that she wanted the same type of attention all the way, but uh, when you've grown up and you were considered unattractive, and somebody who's quote unquote like Suge Avery kind of takes you in um then that does kind of make you feel some type of way and uh makes you feel better about yourself yeah, exactly. quote unquote because you somebody like that would actually uh fuck with you in a certain way well, yeah, so your you you point the, too
2: you get the residual attention and they and and attractive chicks do this all the time you you'll see this attractive attractive chicks a lot of them do hunt out uh you know extremely un, i won't say extremely unattractive but females that they um, uh, you know, have a, a whole big level out because it makes them stand out that much even farther. You know, a 10 amongst a bunch of tens is what she's just another 10. But a yeah, 10 yeah. that's one 10 that's amongst you know a whole bunch of fives and fours or you know, even sixes, she's gonna, you know, what I'm saying that 10 becomes a fucking hey, sister George, tell them about them goddamn boat goggles.
0: Tell them, child, with you on the <laughs> and uh, yeah. you were
2: before,
0: yes, sir, and the, oh, the yes, sir. ratio was uh, uh. Like maybe uh, seven to one for every one chick, oh there were seven Dang. guys. Right. Um, chicks would be hey, some of folk. the ugliest yeah, chicks. They would eight. sit over there and um, <laughs> they would uplift her like she was a, a 20. Really? really? I yeah, mean, hey. the temporary was so so we need real. to
1: encourage unattractive scary. women. They need to go into the military. That's where yeah. it's at then. Yeah. Wait yeah. a minute. They wait wait a
2: minute.
0: Wait a minute. Now, are, this only counts on the boat.
2: As
1: a
0: nigga, oh, they ain't gonna marry him. Oh hell, hell no. Oh, no, 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 no.
2: They're they're are uh, boat girls. Yeah.
0: I as think. soon as they get off the ship and they yeah. hit the we hit the pier them. with some rap? Yeah, for the plump <laughs> so for
2: the pumpkin only, baby. I,
6: yeah. I used to I, I used to uh touch down with so many Navy girls once they pulled up ashore. It was like a, a six, eight month routine. You know, one one come in, here come the next one. And, it, you know, be, but on the boat, they got the same situation going on. Boat husbands and all that type of stuff. And yep. that's just what it is.
5: Wow. Yeah. yeah, I had a homeboy that he he was put on bread and water because he got caught having sex with the same girl like three different times. Only Dang.
1: Yeah.
6: And and also, let me just point out, haven't you noticed on these streams or panels, like what me and and Fantastic is saying, dudes who pipe women on a regular don't really have a problem with a lot of women.
0: Have y'all noticed Uh, that? I've noticed that throughout my life. But now, if I sit over here and say, y'all, I know I can tell y'all ain't getting no ass, then they all be all ready to fight me and stuff. (laughs) And so I won't say it no more. i I just be like, oh, okay. I'll say it to myself. And then I, I text concrete like while they talking. i will be like, you can tell he don't get no <laughs> And you know, we'll yeah, sit there wrong. and laugh in the background, but I don't say it out loud. Listen, it's some, some men over here that get
1: all the tail. Look,
0: where Edward at? Because he he got a
1: story for every hour of the day. It's some men that get all, and some men that get none.
0: Yeah. Um, shout out to Mr. Curlin. He said, Was Mr. Seely and Suge the first failed poly relationship in a movie? <laughs> mm, I think it was. Because, I think it
1: was. Uh, and yeah, they was poly. Neither like one the of them would have wanted uh, to share Suge. Mr. wouldn't have, was... and neither was Seely.
2: Yeah, but that was a uh, no, nah, that he never got the pussy though. That was that was the first finesse in history. That's what it was. No, that's
1: like they slept. Huh? He slept with. He slept with because he was saying that he knew who the dads were. Like he was the father of her children. And you remember the very first time he left, he st- he went and stayed with Suge. He didn't bring her home the first night she was helping him get dressed. He was sleeping with her. You got to no, read the book for
0: more details. You, oh, okay, and, right. and y'all, do y'all remember when him and Grady sat at the damn table for Easter? Paint. Yeah, you had a yo You had, had a yo no and I had a mine. <laughs> You couldn't buy that. You couldn't buy it. Listen, what
1: woman would would be okay with that? Like, how do you not just die? Like, if you hear a man, you got two men that just slept with you in the same room, and (laughs) you had a wait a minute, but then
0: (laughs) then you got to look at Shug's narcissism when they finally found the letters and stuff, and she seen them pictures of that white woman. She said, "That don't look nothing like me." And white. She was like this. She said, this is my groupie. What he doing Um, liking another woman? Right. She felt some right. type of way. I was, I was amazed by that. But shout out to Lightbearer Council. They said no in the army. They call it queen for a year. Um, wow. Wow. Not for a whole year. Uh, Shout out to Chief Rocker. He says, Speak on it. He says, 30 days away from home port on the water. LOL boat Boat boo. boo. Uh, (laughs) boo. (laughs) That show was a boat boo, honey. But uh, we're going to start the process of wrapping it up. Uh, Mr. Research, what are your final thoughts? Mr. Research? Are you there? Okay. Let's go to uh, Cadillac. Cadillac, what are your final thoughts?
5: Uh, my final thoughts are, yes, there is a significant bad syndrome that's uh, permeating the community. And, you know, as brothers and as men, we have to lean on ourselves. We have to form our own brotherhood. You know, success is all well and good. I'm very successful in my own right. But that still cannot overcome some mental mental health challenges that a lot of brothers have due to the past that they lived or the things that's occurred in their past. So you know we, we gotta focus on ourselves, we gotta do our own thing, we gotta get our weight up in all aspects, but at the same time we have to lean on our sisters about what we want from them and how they should
1: act accordingly. That's all I'm gonna
0: Okay. Well, thank you so much DJ Cadillac for coming through and DJ um, Cadillac, you, you, you got out women out. in the chat asking, are you married?
1: I think they trying to get it sliding in your DMs. No. No. Yeah. I'm not here oh, in the game, okay. They got
5: to their weight up. They can they can Google me. I'm DJ Cadillac on all platforms and you can see, you know what I'm saying? I
2: talk this shit and I'm good. <laughs> okay. He said, "Don't
1: don't complain. You better have your weight up.
2: You heard him?" Baby, not tonight. he's not talking actual weight, ladies. Okay. don't <laughs> <laughs> be careful, bro. <brother>. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I'm it's
5: down, down
0: here. Down, man, yeah. So I already know how it goes. Concrete, I'm gonna go. I can't say uh, I really can't. Okay. Sean, what are your final thoughts? Uh yeah, as, as
8: um as far as uh the whole uh bad bitch culture and whatnot, um I think uh C Rose, you said earlier that um uh, you know a woman looks at herself in the mirror t- and tells herself that. She's a, a a bad bitch for affirmation. And 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 I get that. I think the problem comes in that when that same woman feels the need to tell every other person that she meets in the streets or outside, whatever, that she's a bad bitch. And that's when it kind of comes into question like, uh, no, you're not, because what's understood doesn't need to be said. And <laughs> oh, and, and as far no, as not. like, like,
1: like I said, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I was just laughing at you saying, no, you're not. <laughs> oh
8: <laughs> but but um as, as far as what I was saying earlier again I'll, I'll stand by uh when it comes to dating relationships whatnot men and women don't play by the same rules um as far as far as a bad bitch like I said it means nothing if you've got a lot of guys in your dms hitting you up or whatnot <laughs> where you win is when can, and and it is this doesn't even have to be in the context of celebrities, athletes. This can just be ordinary, everyday people. A, a bad bitch doesn't win until she gets a guy that she, the highest quality guy that she admires and she respects, admires and respects to get down one one knee and commit to her. That's when a bad bitch wins in the end. And I, I, I stand, I stand on that. That's what I believe. So I'll just leave it at that.
0: Okay. Thank you, Sean. Well, thank you, Sean, for coming through. Um, hopefully, we'll see you back here Wednesday. Um, yeah, it'd be good. Thank you so much for coming through, though. Absolutely.
2: You know it. See you Wednesday. All right. All right
0: thank you, Sean. Uh, Mister Fantastic, what are your final thoughts?
2: Well, first of all, you ladies, um, check your cash app, please. Um, uh, and make sure you read my Ooh, comment. Thank um, you. Uh, um but um yeah man the whole thing um about this is um you know attract the pretty there's pretty privilege um and you know every woman wants to be pretty um whenever you're told the stories of all these things where they be um sleeping beauty snow white uh cinderella all these things um you know those the females are highly attractive and you know the way they get what they want is you know they're they're the through a man you know that's how this thing works um and that's that's actually actually actual biology and anthropology the most attractive females and all these things they always you know got the biggest guy the best protection the you know they ate more often all these different things and um you know the key to security for a woman is being quote unquote that bad bitch but um unfortunately like you said um with us man it's 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 hard for us to differentiate and separate um, reality from you know fantasy or entertainment and um, it's just, you know, they, they a lot of these people, man, especially these children outside of G.A. Cadillac again, we look at um, the way the culture is going, the Gen Zs and everybody after them, their life, everything with their life is through the Internet. So if that's the persona um, of, of who and what um, the, the, the everyday woman is, well, I mean, there's no way for you to really stop that monster. And you're just going to have a whole lot of, females out here trying to attempt that um bbl man if i they, that's what they uh, i need um dr miami to start an ipo goddamn because uh, i am mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> I need dr miami to go ahead and make get some get on the stock market because right you the amount, better the amount of these women the man, that are out here you know um you know paying this money and and, and risking jail time with these ppp loans <laughs> On these BBLs, <laughs> and that's all I'm gonna say, man. Hey, I appreciate y'all as always, bro. Um, uh, glad to see you, and my uh, we'll catch you next time, man. Holla! Thank you, all bro. All
0: right, and uh, shout out to Fantastic for the cash <laughs> app. He says for Nick, always washed and daily showers. Um, mm. I think we're all <laughs> grateful <and> appreciative. <laughs> right? That boy is a fool. Um, Mr. Research, what are your final thoughts?
6: Thank you very much for having me up. Uh, Just holding men accountable. Uh, I know, like I said last time, sometimes we get too caught up into fetishizing, putting women down or critiquing women. So while you guys was talking, I was silent for a while. I was out surveying different event spots. I'm going to hold the first Black and African medical uh, conference. Uh, here in the Bay Area Uh, so I try to tell dudes uh, and, and I am gonna speak on the topic but I try to tell dudes while you focused on women so much and complaining you should be taking your disposable dollars and doing things I told mr. fantastic on another channel and you ladies will find this interesting tribal Indian men got together across four different states from Oregon to Oklahoma and they created uh, a child support system just for them and they recently just passed a law in march because they bankrolled their own lobbyists they didn't complain about women they went and bankrolled their own lobbyists and they now have it to where uh the, the usa cannot address their tribal men about child support in no way shape or form it has to go through the tribal thing so Black men do too much complaining as relates to the title too many dudes have created the bad chick that they complain about they've com- they they mm. they, get, they sit up here and secretly bankroll chicks but they'll get mad at Mr. Research for uh uh uh, uh have, having a, a brothel a, a brothel event they'll sit up here and say I'm supposed to have pimp game and lie to a chick and convince her to get it for free and dedicate all this time and I tell them no I got to focus on this a a day job that I got, or I got to focus on this uh, side business with the events that I do uh, so I can get four G's, five G's out of that. Dudes are spending too much time, ladies, focusing on women obeying them. Mm. If women do this, if women will do that, no. How about if you focus on your son, your son, your son? I think I'm the only dude in this space that talks about Black sons as much as I do. Your son is supposed to come before some strange chick you just met at the club. But when you hear these dudes and 90 percent of what they say, we got to I'm saying this to be helpful, fellas. We got to get past these chicks. It's not that serious. That's why y'all get hypnotized by white chicks, because they got a level of the polite game that y'all ain't never came across. But some of them still take you to the cleaners. So thank you, ladies, for having this thing. And uh, I wish Ludacris would have never started this nonsense and we wouldn't even have
1: <laughs> much love. Peace. Thank you, Mr. Research. Definitely appreciate you stopping through and, and um, chiming in on the topic. You definitely have some great points. And yeah, I don't know if I hear anyone else talk about Sons as much as you do. Um, so
0: yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Appreciate you, bro. Yes. Um, well, Concrete, this concludes today's show. I thought it was a good one. Um, mm-hmm. I was. It was a really interesting topic to me. I, I thought it was some good stuff to come up out of it.
1: I think so, too. It was a little bit different from what we typically do. So I enjoyed the topic. I just have a few things that I want to hit on really quickly. Um, I think that uh, someone made the point uh, that a woman, I can't even think of who it was just that quick. It it escapes me. Um, That um, the, oh, I think it was Sean that says like, when a woman gets a high value man to marry her, um, then she's a baddie. so there are a ton of women that don't want to marry, that don't want that type of commitment, that are um, that desire to have fun and you know use resources, but they don't want. They're scared of a lifelong commitment to someone, and um, they're pretty open about it. So I guess my point is just not everyone desires marriage. So that may not be someone's end goal, um, you know. But for those who do desire marriage, I absolutely think that that will be the ultimate measure of whether or not you. Bad or not. But um aside from that, um, I also think we were talking about like how you know a man may be um alpha or may be leading in one category of his life and not in others. For me, I think um, you know, I, I don't tell men what is what makes a man a man, but I think that a good Um, measure of manhood and and extreme masculinity is self-discipline. I know that Dennis was saying, like, if you, Put a bunch of bad chicks in front of a man. I think a man who is not swayed by a, a, a good-looking woman, a man who you know knows he can get sex whenever he wants it, so he's not thirsty for women, and he's extremely disciplined. That you could put a woman laying on the bed on his bed, absolutely naked, and he'd walk past her. That it just ain't what he own. I think that that is not only just a very masculine thing; it's very, very um, attractive um aside from that the other thing that i wanted to highlight is that um i think uh fantastic was saying that most the women who are the most attractive garner the most benefits from men i see more average looking women married than most of the extremely attractive women that you see that are regular everyday women like i they don't seem to be marrying as much as average chicks do um Aside from that, as it relates to the PPP loans that these women are taking out, that's an investment. If they invest in their body and turn themselves into a bad chick, then that will keep the resources flowing. So that's why they're doing it. Um, And aside from that, that's all I have. This was such a dope conversation. Thank you to everyone who took part. Thank you to everybody who super chatted us and cash-apped us. We appreciate y'all
0: absolutely absolutely um be sure to tune in wednesday should be uh up for another great show um everybody have a great start to the rest of their week and shout out to my folks in mississippi y'all getting ready to send them damn cheering back to school please 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 be safe um y'all guys yeah everybody have a great week we're out peace